genre. What up, nerds, and welcome to Tales from the Short Box, a once-weekly Wednesday podcast where we talk about last week's comics. Today, I'm your host, Adam Sheehan, and I'm here today with your panel of co-hosts, Sean Petit. What's going on, everyone? Casey Crawford. Hello. And RJ Vite. Hey, As a courtesy, I want to remind our listeners that this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. If you haven't read last week's books yet, we're going to ruin it for you. Uh, we'll also give you some timestamps in the episode description so you can skip anything you may or may not have read. Our top stories today are X-Men number 7 by Jonathan Hickman and Lionel Francis Yu, and Finger Guns number 1 by Justin Richards and Val Halverson. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's all the words I had to say. You ha- you, and you said them great. <laughs> it's not all the words that these comics have to say. Yeah, there's still quite a lot of words left. Yeah, sorry. We're going to say If you're a first-time listener, this is usually a long show. Uh... <laughs> and we say lots of words. We try to. Sometimes. For better just... or for worse. Yeah. yeah. Mostly for worse. Better yeah, or worse. It's fine. We're fine. We're all fine here. <laughs> Everything's fine. Um, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, so uh, how is everybody? How are we doing? Doing pretty good. Pretty, 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 pretty. We had some fun Twitter good. interactions this week. Yeah. We did. A lot of fun Twitter yeah. interactions. Yeah, I know. It's been cool. Um, Yeah, I asked for your, your pull list, and we got a couple responses. Uh, You know, on top of uh Anthony from the last two weeks, we also got uh, X-Rod, X-Rod, at, at X-Rod69. Nice. Uh, nice. So, you know, yeah, nice. keep 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 uh keep posting your, your pull list. It's really fun. It's it's nice to see, you know, the, the overlap and also like, oh, it, you know you like this kind of book and that's really cool you know what i mean like and and this led to conversations that led to us deciding to cover books that we probably otherwise would not have, have. Yeah. yeah it's true yeah. and we, a finger we, gun battle with the creator of finger guns that's which, true which yeah, was a lot very of fun. fun that was very fun um but yeah no like it, it's if if you want a book to be featured and it's a book that you clearly see us reading you know like let us know you know we'll if, if you if you had a favorite this week you know add us and we'll uh consider doing it and in this case we uh decided to. it's a very thorough and scientific process uh for the books <laughs> it invo- involves an hour p- long panic before we and turn on the yelling microphone at casey's telling her i don't want to talk about x-men anymore <laughs> and yeah, me saying too bad that. and then i'm then me being wrong again <laughs> <laughs> it's not an option when it's this good ah it's not fair yep yeah. Yeah, life's not fair and also to ha- make to make other writers as good as Hickman. You can't. You can't do life's it. Life's not fair. We're going to talk about X-Men, so get over it. <laughs> life's not fair. We're going to talk about a lot of things that are not, not fair today. We also got a follow from uh Jervis Cottonbelly. Uh who, who my, I learned who my, that was today. My favorite local wrestler. <laughs> the world the world's sweetest man. He sounds great. Uh He is great. I'm just now learning about him, but He's he sounds same. great. The absolute best. Well, maybe he maybe he'll give us a listen. Yeah, he was doing like a follow train. He was like, you know, Tag someone you want me to follow, so I tagged us, and he did. Perfect, which is just the best. That's nice. Hopefully nice he's listening. He, Hopefully it's he nice that he actually fo- you know followed. Yeah, he actually followed through on his well, follow. It would be kind of messed up to do a follow train and just be like, just, nah, no, just skip, it to anybody. Just skip some <laughs> I mean, of them. He is the world's sweetest man. Like I, I wouldn't. Yeah, if that's your deal, you're definitely going to follow anybody. I wouldn't expect him to to not to not do it. <laughs> <laughs> just what a great... fuck you in particular. Everybody else I'll follow. <laughs> What a great moniker for a wrestler. He's the, the world's best. sweetest man. He's That's so fantastic. adorable. He, the, I went to a show one time where I was in the front row, and he gave everyone in the front row a flower. Aww. That's awesome. That's hey, so he's nice. He's just a sweetheart. Aww. Wait, is, is the world's sweetest man like his actual moniker or are you just saying that no that's his that's his shit. oh i thought you were just saying no that. his uh he's at gentleman jervis if you want to go check him out he's he's a he's a gentleman 
<laughs> yeah. He's a no. he's a masked wrestler, but he has like his mask has like a mustache and a monocle and oh, he's okay. like all old timey. That's, that's fantastic. That yeah, is he's pretty fun. good. Cool cool guy. <laughs> Shout out to to Jervis. Yeah. Thanks for following us. Yep. Yep. Yeah. If you like comics, listen. Or not. I, I hope care. he does. Yeah, I hope so, too. Did you just say you don't care? Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> Follow, listen or <laughs> no. don't. Listen or don't. I no, don't listen if, whether you like comics or not. Oh, yeah. yeah. So any Chikara fans listening, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> all of you out there. All, yeah. all of you. All half of one. Yes. <laughs> all half. Okay. One, one person that's not all quite of, in no, all the way. It's all of Adam's friends that are listening. <laughs> hey, Chikara's good stuff, man. <laughs> I believe you. I just don't. I'm not not my thing. Maybe it will be my thing. I think we I'll, need to have a, a podcast out into a to one of those shows. Oh yeah, that that's a, that's a field trip. That I would, would totally fun. do. Yeah, they're um, local wrestling. I, I think thing. I think they're uh, they they have a headquarters in Philly. I, f- I forget where it is, but I think it might be even like in the same neighborhood as the shop. Oh, I'm not really? sure. I don't think I don't know. I have to, I, I I don't quote me on that. I don't. Mm. My Philadelphia geography is terrible. <laughs> It's like right there. Yeah, like it turns out it's in like yeah, everything West that Philly. I know that is in Philly, I think is like just in one, one block radius of, its, <laughs> of each other. Yeah, it's right down the street. Yeah, what a, what a fun little Philly that you live in. Yeah, it's I, not the real. Philly in my brain is like everyone knows each other. Everyone. It's like the it's just like Superman, the Battle City of Candor. It's all just it's, it's just right there. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we should totally go to the Wrestle Factory for sure. I would that's totally do that. That sounds great. I would the do that. Wrestle Factory. Yeah. Oh, that's a great name. That's a great name. I'm in. Let's find out where it is. I want to go. Yeah, let's do it. All right. All right. See ya. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we just shut it down. Close it. See you guys That's next it, week. everybody. <sighs> we quit. Sorry, I didn't mean to make this into a wrestling podcast. <laughs> I mean, you've already made it into a turtle podcast, so. No. <laughs> Look, I'm on a turtle podcast. <laughs> yeah. We talk about, you think we talk about X-Men a lot. We talk about turtles. At least, at least turtles comes out once a month, not no, five times a week. There's there in the three consecutive weeks we talk about three consecutive turtle books. We're talking about Jenica this week. We talked oh, about TMNT one oh three last week. We talked about Power Rangers Ninja Turtles the week before. Yeah, but we've never covered two turtle books as our two top stories. True. Yeah. We've done that with X Men a bunch. I, I think <laughs> I mean, yes. Yeah. I'm not gonna disagree with you. We've never done two turtle books in a week. Because there aren't two turtle books in a week. Exactly. No, there there have been. Okay, You're not as much. There's five X Men books this week. There are not I, five turtle. I, books I've this week. yet to talk about Urban Legends. <laughs> that is because okay, I'm not going right, to put right. you all through that. That's fair. That is fair. <laughs> I'm just saying we talk about turtles a lot. I was I was not expecting awesome. to like turtles, but here we are. I like turtles. That's true. Now. Yeah, I'm in. I like turtles. I like turtles as well. You should. It's great. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? No, I just I never I never given a shot. You you opened my eyes. Now we're gonna do that with wrestling. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, oh I'm my saying. god! If I can get you all into wrestling. I, that's what I'm saying. You just that's that's my, you just have this infectious quality where you just goal in life. turn people into I, your interests. I have this way of outing wrestling fans. Like oh. like I'll be at like um like a, a party at someone's. Are house. they closeted wrestling fans? Like well, they don't like, want to talk about it. Like I, I'll give you an example. I was I was at a, a birthday party at my friend's house, and um her friend brought her new boyfriend around that she was like kind of. You could tell she was like, I don't know if this is if this is working out, but I wanted to meet my friends anyway. Oh, so it's like the test. Yeah, mm. and that's that's rough. I didn't even bring it up, but he like kind of half mentioned wrestling, and then I just kept it going. And then next thing you know, he was just like talk, like wouldn't fucking shut up about wrestling. And then <laughs> and, and then, then she then, broke up with him on the spot. I never saw him again. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> You destroyed that happy couple. <laughs> yeah, if you're happy monster. Yeah, if you're a wrestling fan and we're in a situation where we probably shouldn't talk about wrestling, you're going to end Whoa. up talking about wrestling. 
That's I mean, it's the, same, it's the same. I do that with comics. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just. You can just spot a fellow enthusiast. I can I can see them from a mile away. I was yeah. like, this dude likes wrestling. <laughs> He's got a Hulk Hogan shirt on. I wonder. I know it. I'm not sure. <laughs> something tells me. Let me test the water. So we throw something out there. <laughs> so yeah, uh, comic books. Yeah, we yeah. we read some of those this week. Did we ever? Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Um, I'm still reading. So I'll start. Why don't you? As uh, as I usually do. I want to talk about a book I haven't talked about before. It's going to be Ant-Man. This is number two by Ant- Zeb Wells. Man? Yes, he's an Ant-Man. I bullied Sean into picking this. <laughs> you did. You were like, you're like Ant-Man, top pick. And we're like, I, oh, not top pick. You're like, I'm not going to take it, but someone has to. I changed <laughs> I oh. wanted someone to do this. The book is so good. And it worked. My picks I'm changed about five times between the time I left work and getting to here to record this. So it's been it's been an interesting couple hours. Uh, so it's Zeb Wells and Dylan Burnett. Um, basically, the first issue you're just kind of getting caught up on uh, Scott Lang as Ant Man, and he takes this like job to go from like a beekeeper to go because all of their bees disappeared. He's a he doesn't have a whole lot of money, so he's like kind of renting out his services as Yeah, a, he's literally in, living in an ant hill in front of <laughs> a, like a trailer park. Like he is yeah. Oh, he's not even in the trailer park. He's in the ant hill in the trailer yes, park. Oh, he is broke. That's so yeah. good. Oh man, yeah, when you can turn yourself real itty bitty yeah. real estate, you just don't pay rent. Yeah. What a oh, Yeah, so he, but also like he has a, a daughter I, that can't live with him, so like it's not going great. Okay, that's oh, that's not right. ideal. Yeah. But anyway, I mean, he's like running like an insect consultant business. Yeah, but he's like almost like he's too, a bug whisperer. He's almost like too good for the jobs, which kind of makes it funny. But anyway, <laughs> so it turns out that I mean, yeah, he is definitely overqualified for that yeah, job. I mean, he, he also, is he's a just, bug. He's just poor. <laughs> he's an Avenger. <laughs> so he eventually finds out that all the bees are being are now part of Swarm, which we get some background on. Um, but is it a classic Marvel of Shield? <laughs> he's a classic marvel he character. is actually i know somebody that swarm is like his favorite character in the world oh, i'm like nice. swarm? i uh, like, i mean okay i love swarm but he's also a nazi yeah well no he, yes, like, he, he's like he, he loves is. him as a villain he's like oh he's like my favorite villain i love when swarms in comics and i'm just like well this is for you <laughs> okay this yeah. is for that guy. This is for you dougie uh <laughs> so something happened and now swarm's power is part of other bugs which you have vespa the thing that is hornets thread which is the thing that is silkworms and tusk, the thing that is beetles. So there's these other multiple so swarms, swarm, swarmer that all want Swarmiest. swarms. So a, they have a swarm of swarms. Stuff. So basically, he's working with swarm, and he's like, "Yo, these <laughs> these bugs want to kill everything. Help me out, man." So eventually, they all start attacking Ant Man, and they like kind of run away. Um, and as they're running, he uh, gets one of his bee buddies, <laughs> which which he calls. Um, just like a beeman and like the guy just calls uh he, the bee calls antman bee brother <laughs> <laughs> they're bee bros yeah oh bee bros he's like bee brother help yes uh so he like uh makes him really big and like clogs up like this ant hill hole that all these bugs are i in. love the way that he talks he's like follow man b- buzz yes <laughs> yeah happy man make happy bee <laughs> you know uh, you know bees communicate by dancing do they yeah why do you know so much about bees? Uh, my my sister in law is a beekeeper. Oh, that oh, actually makes perfect sense. Well, she's not a professional. She they keep bees at their place. Okay, like they have. Bees they just they them. bought something and they just bees won't leave. But yeah, no, because off mic you were telling us that that technically they they their mouth is their butt or well, something. No, no, no they, they breathe, breathe through their breathe. butts. <laughs> no, their butt is their butt. Their butt. They, is- they they have these vents in like their their. <laughs> I forgot what it was. I'm their sorry. butt their butt area. That's how they breathe. What? 
Yeah. They have but, gills, but they, so they have gills in their butt. It's sort of like gills, but yeah, that, butt that's gills. that's why pesticides, certain pesticides, and certain chemicals people put on their lawns are killing bees because it's clogging up those vents and they're suffocating. That's so sad. Hashtag butt gills. Protect the bee butts. Yeah, you got to protect the bees butts. <laughs> This is not what I wanted to focus on with this issue. I'm sorry. <laughs> Too bad. He, he mentioned it and it wasn't going to yeah. not get brought up. So after that, you got to, they cut to Cassie talking to her mom who apparently she's like trying to make this big decision. It's like she's talking to her mom, like get some advice. And basically is like, I've been invited to be join the Avengers. Because she's now Stinger, right? Is that her? Is that yeah, her superhero name? Yeah. She's running around with her dad as Ant-Man and Stinger. And then eventually she's like, um, oh, the Avengers. Oh, that sounds nice. Like his mom's like, yeah, go ahead. It's like West Coast Avengers. She's like, no. <laughs> yeah no that's a, that's a no then um yeah, and then she's like well come on you know they're they're still good if like yeah but on the west coast like come on um <laughs> yeah she's like so anyone can call themselves avengers now? yeah yeah <laughs> so then it cuts back to scott and swarm just kind of have a little power and this is where you get the background where swarms a nazi scientist he developed this ray gun to like take control to weaponize bees to weaponize bees and then somehow it like turned into him becoming swarm i don't know it's b science i got nothing here b science <laughs> well, it's, it's, class- it's marvel science it's yeah it's classic uh green goblin i made a, a machine and it went awry and now and it i'm turned a monster me into this thing. And, now, into- and now i'm a bee <laughs> yeah well, i'm a swarm of bees and now somehow it's affecting <laughs> other swarm. other insects that have this power now so they're all coming after him uh, and they want him to like make more so they could like take over the world basically so he's like their prisoner almost um and then it cuts back to the giant bee who's stuck in this hole. That's just, he's just sitting in this giant hole blocking these these bees. <laughs> no, he's blocking all the other insects. And he's like, "Bee bud, you okay?" He's like, "Bee body, feel bad." Aww. And then he just explodes. <laughs> and then swarms like they've breached the bee. Something clogged up his butt vents. Yeah, Aww. and then yeah, it's like, was... "No shit, they've breached the bee." <laughs> it just explodes. <laughs> uh, so then this is where you see the true villain. Um, which is because all the other swarms are bowing to which is macrothrax <laughs> neat yep <laughs> I'm just gonna move right past that and they basically uh <laughs> that's what it is this is basically where you get the evil <laughs> villain speech where they're gonna take over the world and like uh so scott is like talking to all the bees he's like oh i want that i want that power from your helmet how do i how do i do that wait and you then- missed the part where scott yells at macrothrax for Killing his bee buddy. Oh, yeah. He's like, yeah, it was a big bee. And you know what? He was pretty cool. And you exploded him. <laughs> <laughs> so the, it's really, this book's pretty funny. It's, it's, it's goofy, but it's a, it's a fun book. You um, could say he befriended some bees. God damn it. <laughs> you could say that. You could. You shouldn't. I, you, yeah, don't you do could. it. <laughs> uh, then the, the evil guy's like, I'll, I'll use man speak to make pictures in man brain and basically shows Scott like his plans. It's basically like all of these bug overlords just like killing everybody yeah it's a dystopian hellscape it's cronenberg world uh and then scott obviously is like no i'm not gonna do that and fighting ensues um and then he like makes another bug big to kind of like break up the swarm (laughs) (laughs) and macro thrax is like the ape this ape make giant bugs what power is this i must have it um and he kind of he kind of reads his brain and figures out that it's pin particles um so now like this bug villain knows that he needs pin particles to make giant how did bugs. macrothrax get telepathy i don't know he could talk to <laughs> he could talk to bugs well he could re- do basically do the reverse of what scott's doing with the helmet uh, that's the idea all so, right yeah i mean i was i was just gonna like agree <laughs> yeah sure so basically, yeah, he, can, he has telepathy scott <laughs> shrinks down and basically escapes all the bees go back to the beekeepers so they're happy um <laughs> swarms like thanks for letting me you know freeing me 
I'm forever in your debt. I'll never forget you, dear friend. He's like, hey, uh, you're a Nazi. Yeah, can, can you keep you... your voice down? <laughs> I am not your friend. <laughs> um, and then at the end, he basically asked the the people that hired him. He's like, hey, um, where's my aunt, Chudley? Like, who? The giant aunt I came on. It's like, oh, yeah, he flew away. I thought you called him. Like, where'd he go? And he got captured by Macrothrax. Not good. Yeah. So he, he took his, his ride. He's got, yeah, he took his ride and his friend. Because they're both now. Chudley? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) That's an odd one. Anthony was bad, but Chudley is... (laughs) I mean, Anthony was great. (laughs) When uh, when you're friends with millions of ants, you start to lose creativity when you're naming them. (laughs) Yeah, because I don't think they're naming themselves. They're just ants, right? You know? Slightly related, but kind of unrelated. So my coworker... (laughs) (laughs) So my my coworker on Wednesday was, was FaceTiming with his daughter... And his his wife was reading her um like like old school Fantastic Four as like a bedtime story, and he was just like hey hey like Anora is her name he's like hey Anora who's that and she just starts like randomly naming characters the first two she got close it was it was um uh she called him Captain Incredible for Mister Fantastic I'm like damn that is like close <laughs> pretty good the thing was Fisty. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, sure is. And then the rest of them were just like it was like boopty, uh, uh, squeaky, dusty. It was uh, and she's just randomly pointing and just saying words. There's a like, thread for a while. I like boopty. Where where there's this this I'm gonna bring this back to this again. There's this wrestling writer <laughs> who um was showing his toddler pictures of wrestlers and uh. then he had to name them yeah and some of them were absolutely amazing yeah, yeah no i I, I just like i'm not i don't want to say i don't like kids but i kind of like it's not my thing but they <laughs> do say the darndest things <laughs> i just don't know i don't know how to talk to any humans so talking let, to children let alone even, small ones yeah small ones i'm just like i don't know how are you like like two or are you six i have no idea how to talk to you but like you just talk to them in the same case i just do what carl marx <laughs> <laughs> done I, I found that i have a lot in common with most like eight and nine year olds absolutely yeah, yeah, that's that's i am yeah. shocked you do too because you read comic books yeah yeah i read like the invisibles though i, I don't read ant-man no, it's like we watch a lot of the same shows like wrestling <laughs> uh, and ducktales ninja turtles yeah, yeah, yeah that's fair but no i, I do want to like hang out with my coworker's daughter just to be like yo who is this and just have her just name random names, comic book characters yeah, yeah exactly and then just and then just refer to them as that for at like ad nauseum for the rest of my life <laughs> that's just their name now. fisty Aren't you doing Fisty Noir later I, on? I, yeah, I was going to say, that's pretty noir. close. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, Ant-Man, super fun. Uh, wasn't expecting it, but it's a su- it's goofy. But The art is also really good. It's like it pops. It's very like yeah, bright. It's very and cartoony, fun. but it, yeah, it pops. Yeah, I like it a it lot. It works really well for, mm-hmm. the, for the vibe. Yeah, definitely. I yeah. agree. Yeah. It's a fun one. Pick it up. Check it out. It's only two issues in. If you like some Ant-Man. Ant-Man. And other insect-related characters. You like swarms? We got swarms. There's so many swarms. <laughs> There's at least four, potentially more. So, check it out. Yeah. And for more bee-related facts, uh, go to your local library. Yeah, save the bees. Save the bees. They're important. They're, they're crucial. If the bees go, we're next. We're, man. like, immediately. Yeah. Like, very quickly. And their, their butt pollen tastes delicious. Yeah, man. <laughs> we eat their, uh, whatever you want to call it. I'm calling it butt And they don't eat ours, so. They don't. (laughs) It's not reciprocal. (laughs) Flies, however. (laughs) They love it. They love that shit. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get out of this. Uh, 
All right, so another number two is... Uh, number two. Number two. <laughs> oh, God. I didn't even mean to make that joke. Because you did Ant-Man number two. I was trying to... Okay. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're dumb. I'm sorry. Sure are. Protector number two. Uh, I, who wrote it? Yeah. It, that's it a is good question. By uh, Simon Roy and Daniel Benson. And art by uh, Archim Trakhanov. Trakhanov. Um, so the, the number one of this came out when I was dying of pneumonia. Um, <laughs> I like there's like now it's a time. It's like it's that time I died. It's like before pneumonia and after pneumonia. Yeah, everything. Pneumonia now. <laughs> that's like that's how you mark your AP life. and DP. <laughs> DP. BP. Phrasing. Phrasing. Not DP. <laughs> we are a bunch of juvenile imbeciles today. Yep. I mean. All right. Anyway, today, really, it's know. us. Yeah, right? I'm sorry. Um, but anyway, yeah, so I, I read one and two both this week, and I'm very glad that I did, because one was very confusing, and if I hadn't immediately followed it up with two, I might not have, like, kept going with it, um, but this clears up a lot. So, the first issue is basically these, like, this, this slaver, slaving community, it, like, they lost their little slave girl, like, she, she escaped, so the whole issue is them trying to track her down, and she, like, escapes by falling into this, like, junk heap of, like, old, discarded, like, like, garbage and um she manages to fall on top of a robot and the robot wakes up <laughs> and that's just the first issue so the second issue is is gives it a lot of context um so it's this this giant robot and his you robot. know <laughs> i want to make sure people actually know what i mean robot <laughs> i realize we never established that robot means robot got it <laughs> um that's just a way of saying it. Yeah, uh, robot, a friendly robot. So Zoidberg says it. <laughs> um, so, so yeah. So we so we cut to this little girl hanging out with her new robot friend, who she is convinced is a demon. I would probably feel the same way. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of really cool world building for this culture. So this all takes place at sometime in the year three. It's like three thousand three hundred thirty-four or something like that. Um, so it's like at least a thousand years in the future, thousand years plus, and there's clearly been an apocalypse. And it's it's just like they've clearly been nuked back into the dark ages because everything is very like biblical. This is like new biblical. Everything's like this new religion. Um, so yeah. And also the robot talks like us. Like the first words in this in this uh comic are like control, god damn it, come in control. And she's like, Who are you talking to? And he's just like <laughs> it's like, What year is it? She's like, Oh yeah, the year four thirty two of the fallen star. He's like, God <laughs> so if casey was a robot yeah exactly i loved how this robot yeah talked. and then and then the, the little girl's like he has damn dust indeed and so it's like very like you know she's like just stuck in this like weird dark ages like vibe um but yeah he's clearly trying to connect to you know like so he's got this it's a so it's a robot and he has some kind of like also ai that he's trying to like establish what the hell is going on and the the, the ai is just like you have been offline for 17 hours he's like 17 hours my ass <laughs> it has clearly been a, an epoch <laughs> 17 hours my shiny metal ass <laughs> uh yeah no it has been a, a full millennia clearly um it's just Futurama from Bender's perspective if he was in Fry's position if, oh if he God. was a, a, a demon that, that might be also be a robot yeah, if he was just if he got frozen in time instead of Fry, that'd be yeah. fantastic. <laughs> well, they did that when when they went back to Roswell. Oh yeah, uh, that's true. They did do that, and like they lost him back then, but he was just buried and yeah. they just dug him up. And he just comes back. He's like, "Hey, what I meant?" He was like, "I was fine until you idiots got here." Yeah. 
but yeah, she keeps talking about like all this like Satan and demon. And he's just like, well, like, what the hell are you talking about? And she explains it to him. She's like, oh yeah, the Satan, the Dark Lord, and you're of his minions. And he's like, what this, is this? Am I dreaming? Is everyone like, gone insane? Like, what is happening? And she's, answer is always yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but you know, as she's explaining to him her like, you know, basically like neo Christianity, um, they come upon what they call a devas um but what is he approximates to be some kind of terraformer like he doesn't even know what it is but like his little ai's is like 33 percent match to martian terraformer so it's some it's it is some type of also like biomechanical thing that is of the same type of like robot that he is clearly the next evolution of whatever he is um so you know, there it's like clearly powering up to just like blast them out of out of existence. So he retaliates before it can, and and it destroys it. Yeah, probably one of the best pages. Yeah, this, this page is so it, cool. It looks like the art al- is incredible in this. Almost it's, like an anime vibe. Almost. Yeah, it's very great. much. Yeah, very like Evangelion thing going on right here. And the whole all the art really reminds you of like Daniel Warren Johnson. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's the, the post apocalyptic vibe fits perfectly for this art. It's very like chaotic and and bright and colorful. Yeah. Um. So he destroys the Devas, and then we cut to um the the clan of slavers that were trying to capture her and like the leader um who's the, the, called like the first knife is the guy's name, and they're like, what could possibly destroy you know like our god because they worship what she calls demons. Um, the first knife is a pretty first knife is a dope name. Also, it's he called first knife because he found the oldest knife and yeah. it's and it's a nato knife like it's got nato yeah written which on is it. interesting yeah um it's so yeah so then we cut to um the the town that she's from called like Chicago, and the because they he destroyed their devas um that the the evil clan basically attacks this like peaceful town um where she's from where right? she's from yeah, yeah. um because it's like it's it, they have to avenge their god that was fallen, and uh, in order to you know, and then and then you know, war war is happening, <laughs> raping of, raping lots pillaging, of lots of yeah, war were declared, <laughs> war, <laughs> <laughs> and they've got like pretty min- rudimentary weapons, like they they've back they're back to like bows and arrows. They have guns, but they're like muskety looking type guns, not like, like any kind of, yeah, like they are clearly technology doesn't exist and then that's why they perceive technology as to be you know gods yeah, and demons like, and stuff like cannons that they're lighting and yeah, stuff exactly. yeah exactly um so yeah then they're on like ziggurats like they're on like like these like stone temples um and so in order to save you know the little girl he blasts them out of existence the robot that the is. robot and the little girl the previously before the um the war started he kept denying being a demon and then the little girl's like oh my god so since you don't know what demons are you must be jesu christos arisen so she whoops yeah so she <laughs> thinks that he's the the messiah because he doesn't know anything that's going on sure <laughs> <laughs> makes sense yeah jesu christos is clearly you know their christ not really a guy you want to be no uh, because it doesn't usually doesn't go well i don't know spoiler alert <laughs> spoiler alert they <laughs> nail that guy to a tree <laughs> Yeah, but he's a robot now. So <laughs> yeah. how that how's that stigmata gonna work? Robot tree done. Um. So so then yeah, the end is after he like saves them from the slavers. It is he is arisen. He is arisen indeed. Hallelujah, Jesus Christos. And it's, so now the entire village thinks that he's this Christ arisen. My favorite part is she's riding him, and then like this thing's got like little mandibles, and it's just picking up bodies and just eating them. Yeah, 
clearly the robot is, is biomechanical because it he eats people <laughs> it just has like a little it just has like a little munch munch, munch, munch when he's eating a body it's fantastic that's yeah. great the world building yeah. of this is wild because they do not give you much they just kind of throw you in and they're just like yeah, you're really figuring it out really on the fly yeah like the, yeah. you don't find out that he eats people until the last page of the whole book <laughs> so yeah. like trying to figure out just like what he is is not even really established much less their religion much less their culture yeah. you know and it's kind of doing it all at once and it's really cool is this an ongoing yeah i oh, mean okay. actually i don't i don't i'm not sure is it saying like the front if it's like one of something um i don't think so oh yeah it does one of five. Oh. Two of five so they are going to <laughs> yeah it's gonna be a lot of they're world gonna fill us in real fast very quickly i <laughs> would right, cool yeah no i i really enjoy it it's super cool uh i'm curious to, I, I i love you know like future like not not just post-apocalyptic but like future culture where like they've established a whole like we just repeat the whole thing all over again we we bombed ourselves to hell <laughs> and then we just do the same exact thing we already did with different names you know what i mean i love they do that in futurama when they like they show all the timelines it's just things go up and then they just get bombed back down. <laughs> things go up aliens do it they go back down go yes. back up and they get bombed again yep. it's one of my favorite visual gags it's such a great in thing. anything yep. yeah it is good my favorite one is when the giraffes take over i think that's my favorite one <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they they had the. Uh, that's when they could only go forward in time. They they stole that whole bit from Cable. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. From the Messiah Complex or Messiah War. We don't. I yeah, can never remember War. which. That's one my my favorite. Oh, me one too. of my I favorite X Men stories of all time. Yeah. Loved. So that. good. I like when they find total aside, but I love when he finds Deadpool in the freezer. Yeah. Like a thousand years in the future, and he's just been there, just stuck, just <laughs> just killing himself over and over just again because he's bored. Just being schizophrenic and <laughs> and keeping himself company. Yeah. Just. Yeah, that's pretty that's, wild. Yeah, that was fun. Um, but yeah, no, Protector's really good. Uh, the, check it out for the art, especially. You know, I can't really describe, you know. It's hard to describe that style mm-hmm. without really seeing it. But it is it is definitely, like, there's two books this week that I'm just like, yep, my style. Like, like yeah. two very different art styles that are just like, that's my that's my shit. So, <laughs> this and jam. finger, is my jam. This this and finger guns are like. Finger guns. <laughs> so, yeah, go check out uh, Protector. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So, RJ, what do you got for us? Strap in, motherfuckers. Talking about Gemworld. I've <laughs> <laughs> been waiting for so long since October to talk about Amethyst. I don't think I've ever heard you say the word motherfucker before. <laughs> what a great time to break that out, RJ. This is fantastic. So I got Amethyst. Also, I am, I am in no way shocked. That, like, I, I, I turned, I, so I was reading comics on Tuesday night, and I turned to my boyfriend, and I go, I haven't read it yet. And I'm just like, so RJ's going to talk about this. And, and my boyfriend, who's never met RJ, but only listened to the show, goes like, yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> so i've got amethyst number one by amy reader uh she does both the story and the art because she's a champ yeah she is this is this is great for both on both accounts yeah, she did cool. uh the art for the madame xanadu series which is like one of my favorite comics of all time and uh i actually got her to sign my books and while she was signing she's like stay tuned because i got a big announcement today and like 10 minutes later this book was announced and i was like all right then you, then you just openly wept in that panel <laughs> <laughs> So, it uh it opens up with Amy getting uh gifts from her parents because uh it's her birthday. This cracks me up. Um, but they're getting her like uh crystals and like crystal healing stuff. So. It's such a good like parents that just mean well and they just don't know. They just any- don't understand, but they they're just don't they're, they're trying. Like, but and they're they really care. supportive. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like the time my mom bought my, my mom and my dad both bought me the Avril Lavigne CD. <laughs> 
when it came out and I, I was like already too punk for Avril Lavigne. And I was just like, it's sweet that you think that this is good. And I'm just, I love you. Like, <laughs> you just don't. I have, I have like an aunt and uncle who just get my mom every year something cat related because they know she likes cats. Oh, and man. That's, oh that's yeah. It. Never let someone know that you have a favorite animal. Oh yeah. yeah. No, that's. And like, like my, my sister-in-law, the, the, the one that keeps bees, she gets bee related gifts oh, from people. All the well, time. see, yeah. the thing is they're, they're religious and I don't know what they know for me, but up for like almost 15 years, it was always something like religious ask. And it was like, uh, sports but reading to the bible i was like i don't like either of these things <laughs> <laughs> well they're trying to convert you that's it's like, like it's clearly. Clearly. the only thing they know about you is that you need christ but then <laughs> but then somehow they they somehow a switch got turned on and they just get me gift cards now and then my my whole extended family is jealous because i easily get the best gift the rest they're clearly just bad at buying gifts for they people. like go to a thrift shop and get gifts for everyone and they get me a gift card <laughs> <laughs> yeah you nailed it good job <laughs> yeah they clearly did, did realize that you're just damned you're just go, you're just going to hell and there's no yeah i think you. they gave up yeah they just gave up <laughs> <Deep Christ. laughs> it's like what are you just trying to piss me off here with the sports bible shit <laughs> sports bible uh, yeah i couldn't think of anything less you honestly that's so weird <laughs> all right anyway anyway so books. after she gets your Gifts from Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop store. <laughs> hey, don't insult tarot cards like that. That's not cool. She doesn't get tarot cards. She gets crystal healing. She gets a yeah. crystal healing. Oh, I like. It's funny. She like. Do they talks. give her a jade egg? Oh no. <laughs> they gave her like something, and then like she's just talking about it, and it's like, yeah, it's not really how it works. And her parents are like, ooh, you're probably not gonna like not this gonna gift. Like this. And they give her the crystal healing. Book. Yeah, <laughs> but just crazy. so because of because of Gemworld uh, and. You know, her her family there, she has to celebrate her birthday twice. And a portal opens and she has to go to a birthday, uh, like, whole, there's a whole, what does she call it? There's a whole thing. Yeah, it's like a ceremony. It's like a, yeah. Yeah. I forget what it's called. But yeah, it's basically like a gym world birthday. It's going to be way better. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. birthday gala. Nah, there we go. So, yeah, so she enters uh, through the gateway, and then we get a huge splash page that is pretty much just a recap of some of the events of Amethyst, which is dope. Which is great, because I don't think anyone besides you yeah. <laughs> so we talk read about, the 80s Amethyst. <laughs> talk about, you know, come together, fight Lord Opal, who's just a sack shit. Um, <laughs> Tell us how you really feel, goddamn. And then, uh, awesome. so she, she gets through, and, uh, and she ends up at Kingdom Amethyst, and it's kind of wrecked. Oh, um, it's 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 in shards. Yes. <laughs> nice. Well, it was in shards before, but well, it is it is. It's in more just, shards. Just shards. Shambles, even. <laughs> and there, there's no one, and uh, she's like, she's just alone in this ruined kingdom. The title page is really cool. Where it, it's just like it's a bunch awesome. of floating like like geodes of amethyst. Yeah, and there's a lot of like panels of her hopping between them. Yeah, I don't know how she gets around if you can't fly. Well, she's got. You oh, find yeah. out very quickly. Just how. kidding. Just kidding. I yeah. remember now. Uh, yeah, you find out anyway. the, the thing that happens next. <laughs> so she plant, <laughs> So she runs into Yipsilus. Yip, yips, her Pegasus. Yips. Yeah, it's a Pegasus. Yeah, it's Pegasus. It's got it's a horse with wings. It's a yeah. Pegasus. Like, look, come on, guys. What it's got else blue hair. Well, I was thinking it was a unicorn Pegasus, but it is not. It doesn't have a horn. No, it doesn't have yeah. a horn. Probably got a gem. Because it's gem world? It's, a... it's not horn world. <laughs> 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 I 
This is this is falling apart. Oh yeah. <laughs> I've, I've lost all control over this show. <laughs> is Horn World where Marco from Saga is from? I think so, yeah. Because they all just have different types of horns. Mm, got, correct. It. got it. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Uh, right, so it. she yeah. so her plan is to go to uh Kingdom Sapphire because that's where her best friend is. And uh so and, she gets and there. ally kingdom, right? Yes. Yeah. Most of them are allied except for Opal who's just a bag of dicks. Yeah. Um, but I like opals. They're pretty. Well, this well, guy sucks. Yeah. <laughs> this guy sucks. Uh, and so she gets to the Sapphire Kingdom, and Lady Sapphire's just kind of not straight cold shoulder. She, yeah. it, is, it is a severe cold shoulder. Yeah, I got chills. I had to put on a blanket reading this. It's that jacket of blanket. It's yeah. that sapphire. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, they, they're, she's like, well, I. I thought you could, you know, lend, you know, get your army and and help me. It's it's probably Lord Opal, and he's like, she's like, Lord Opal's been under house arrest. It's like, yeah, okay, but like, but yeah, but, but is he? And but then, is he? But also, like, an entire like kingdom is just gone. Yeah, maybe dead. So the, and, and you're just like, God, they're kind of not blessed about it. Yeah, and they're like, my uh, warriors are are tired. She's like, like it's okay. So, she's like, it sounds like a like a you problem. <laughs> That's pretty much what she said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is a this is an amethyst problem. So then she gets on a, a gets on like a stand and starts screaming at commoners and just like, you're gonna help me. She literally gets a soapbox. Yep. <laughs> um, and so no one goes. So she just decides to to truck it herself. Uh, she's going uh, to some other kingdom, right? To see what happened. She goes. She's gonna go to um, yeah. uh, Saf- no emerald, something. I don't know. They're all just colors. <laughs> are you just, are you so just naming? They're just gems. They're yeah. not colors. They're gems. Yeah. Fi- uh, keep up. Come on, man. <laughs> nice. All right. So she she kind of is like, man, I just really want to go home. Yeah. She kind of commiserates yeah. about like, this sucks. And I just want to uh, have my birthday. And then she runs into this huge giant caterpillar and it's got a, got a, like a face drawn onto it. Right. Oh yeah, it is. I didn't realize yeah. it was that. Uh, and so she makes a shield and uh, she's about to blast it. And then this woman that we saw earlier, who's got four arms, um, screams, Stan. It's like, wait, uh, so she, uh, she's like, just, uh, chews out Amethyst. It's like, what are you, what are you doing? The Stan wasn't going to hurt anyone. Stan the <laughs> Caterpillar. And, uh. Oh, right. He has a face painted. That's a yeah. That is, yeah. He's got like warp. He's got on. a scary I face thought it was drawn the, on. I thought it but... was his actual face when I was reading. I didn't realize it was just painted no, on the no, They have a really good banter where she's That's just like, awesome. like that thing was about to eat me alive. What? With his adorable mini mouth? And non-existent teeth, and then uh, yeah, that's when you realize it's painted Mini mouth. <laughs> Mini mouth. Yeah, so she runs into this lady, and uh, and she's like, "I f- figured you could use some help." So they, uh, yeah, she heard her on the soapbox and yeah. decided to follow her and like assist her in her journey. And she rides Stan. This is caterpillar. I love him. Caterpillar and a Pegasus. Maybe he'll turn into a beautiful butterfly. I stand, Stan. 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 Oh. Um, and then we got our final page where it's, uh, finally get to see Lloyd Opal and, uh, we go, oh, she's back at last. And without the slightest guess, her parents don't live. Well, barely. And not for much longer. Is his cape evil? It looks evil. Yes. Well, at least his button is. His button. He's got a little pendant his, holding his cape together. His that is, is all, that is making evil. the same evil face he's making. Yes. It, he turned into that at one point, I believe. Okay. Sure. <laughs> but 
I like that it's making the same face he's making. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're both kind of smarmy, smarmy evil grin. Smarmy is a good It was great. <laughs> I loved it. The art is amazing. Yeah, the art is really good. It does good. look it really, really cool. Yeah. RJ was in- very insistent to uh, to have us read this. I was so, so ha- I did read it. And I enjoyed <laughs> it. It makes me so happy. It was good. I can't wait for more. I feel so. like if I didn't read this, like RJ, like just wouldn't be friends with us. He just quit the podcast. Yeah, just like I'm, not, I'm done. He okay. goes and starts Amethyst. I uh, didn't podcast. read it, but <laughs> it sounds good. I'll read the next. This is my last show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I didn't even really know. I don't really do de- like old DC like that. Uh, so I I was told about this character because of Young Justice, which I also didn't read because <laughs> I don't like Brian Michael Bendis. Hot take. Um, Whoa. <laughs> and he, currently, I love his old his Daredevil is what got me into comics. So don't get me wrong, I like a lot of his work, but the stuff he's doing at DC, I just don't care. So um, yeah, that's, no, so, I'm just kidding. Like I said, yeah, what Bendis stuff from DC? I don't. Know. I don't have a dog in this fight. I just yeah. know people love. Uh, Bendis. Adam, like Adam's a closet Superman fan and <laughs> just continues reading it and he's never talked about it. He's never going to bring it up. I can't bring it. Well, I mean, that's kind of me with Spider-Man. Like, I never talk about Spider-Man, but I love Spider-Man. <laughs> so you're also behind on the Spider-Man book. I'm like it's two years behind on Spider-Man. <laughs> that could be why you're not talking about yeah. it, probably. Spider-Man. But yeah, Spider-Man. no, like, I, as, as of never <laughs> knowing about this character until this year and never reading anything with her in it, this is a really good jumping on point. Like yeah, this is sure. like if you want a if you want a like eighties cartoon uh, in DC comics this is this is it yes please yeah exactly Let's yeah Adam <laughs> <laughs> I, I I always I love having having uh, RJ around because it's like sometimes I'll be reading something but like, I am so lost in the plot and you're like what you didn't read that thing from the mid eighties it's like no I didn't it's just, <laughs> I couldn't read yet yeah, so. you didn't you didn't read X Men Fantastic Four from the eighties yeah. which is crucial to read the new X Men Fantastic Four. Yeah, that was that's a good example because I was like, I have no idea what's going on. I was like, what, you didn't read the first one? It's like, what, what was that? I was, what, five? <laughs> yeah. It's called trade paperbacks. <laughs> get it together, son. Yeah, I don't have time to get caught up on literally all of comic books. <laughs> you got to read the stuff for the I week. Mean, RJ has time, so you can make time, yeah, okay? I guess, fine. <laughs> I literally have my work computer in front of me while we're recording this. <laughs> Uh, I was reading books when you got here. Uh, all right, so I'm going to start things off with Fantastic Four Grim Noir number one, which I believe is a one shot. I believe it yes. is. Yes. They, they never say if it's a one shot anymore. It's always a number it's a, one. And then to be continued number. question mark, right? Because it's, it's, it's exactly Four. like the other, like the 2099 and the, uh, uh, what was the other event that they did recently annihilation scourge where it's like technically not an event because it's a it's a collection of one shots but technically it's also an event because they all t- like talk about it oh the end that was the other one that they just did they did a mm. bunch of one shots that were all oh, the end yeah. those are all different though yeah but they the, kind of they no, kind of the connect to each other 2099 all connect and annihilation all connect but not the ends the don't end. connect and this yeah. doesn't connect to anything this I think the other noirs aren't going to connect okay it's so it's more like the end then i think it just links right into fantastic unless Mm. unless they do i I don't know know, but there's a bunch of other noirs coming out there's spider-man noir and you know all the other sorry i'm sorry this is by ron garney and jerry duggan (laughs) there you go interrupting adam again (laughs) it's like you 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 give me a bunch of shit when i don't say that the artist and writer and then then when i try to you don't let me So uh, anyway, so Ben Grimm is—he's uh, the thing. Ben Grimm uh, has been having 
these nightmares where he keeps falling apart, like literally like crumbling. I have that too. <laughs> yeah. And there's always Same. this this weird looking like scary face demon in these dreams. So oh, uh, spooky. We open where where he's in the middle of one and he sits up in bed. And he's like, "Wah, Alicia." And then Alicia's like, "Oh, what'd you have another bad dream?" And then so, laughs at him. And then she's <laughs> no. like, you're an idiot. <laughs> I can't see, but I know you're an idiot. No, just kidding. Um, Jesus. <laughs> so uh, they're, they're eating breakfast, and um, Alicia mentions that they have this neighbor across the way who's like an opera singer or like a professional singer, and they like to, to sit and listen to her. And she's like, I haven't heard her in several days. And Ben looks across the street and sees a bunch of detectives going through her house. Mm, so that's not good. He uh, puts on a trench coat because this is a noir story <laughs> and walks across the street. It's and... conveniently raining also. <laughs> right. I was thinking that, like, why does he need a coat? He doesn't. He's yeah. made of rocks. Yeah, right. <laughs> is it just so he feels human, I guess? It's because it's a noir story. Got it. Cool. Figured it out. So, rocks um... get cold. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> what? Anyway. It's not like the, you can't just change. You can change the temperature of a rock. You can. Yeah. So, but might... can the rock feel it? I don't know. I don't know how his nervous system. I works. don't. I don't know either. We're talking about a rock or the rock. <laughs> no, we're not talking about rock. The Dwayne Johnson. He's not Got made it. of rocks. He's Got not it. made of Dwayne Johnsons. Rock the Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> I'll be so good if Ben Grimm was just made up of a bunch of little Dwayne. Oh my Johnsons. God! They're just tiny little. Anyway, yeah. sorry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And he brought up wrestling again. <laughs> Get us out of here. So, uh, so he goes across the street to see what to see what happened, and they're they're basically like, yeah, um, the doors were still locked. All of her stuff was still here. She just essentially vanished. So he goes home. He's thinking about it and goes to bed, and then has another one of these nightmares. But um, Rosemary, she, she's the neighbor, the singer, is in this dream. They're in like this opera house. Uh, he and Felicia, and she's singing. Well, it's an opera house, but also she's in the window, which yeah, I thought was cool. Which is really strange. Well, it's, also, it's a dream, dream logic. Also, Alicia has opera glasses, even though she's blind. Yeah, d- d- dream logic. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's it, just more. This whole this whole together. book has this weird like. I feel like I just took a bunch of cold medicine and <laughs> <laughs> just seeing what happens. Yeah, I like when comics can accurately depict dream logic because it's just so nonsense. Right. But there's like there's some thread of it's like combining all the elements from the story into weird dream logic. Yeah. Like you said. Yeah, exactly. yeah. But yeah. So basically, nice. like they're in their couch wearing opera clothes, watching through the window. But he sees through the window this demon guy, like grabber and kidnapper, and he like freaks out and loses it. Sits up in bed again, um, you know, wakes up Alicia. And Alicia's finally like, look, why don't you describe him to me? And I can see if I can sculpt him. Because that's kind of her thing. She can sculpt. Mm-hmm. And, like, she'll, like, touch your face and then, like, sculpt a perfect rendition of you. Or, like, someone will describe someone to her and she can sculpt him. That is impressive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, indeed, she does. Uh, she sculpts a perfect rendition of this this demon guy that Ben keeps seeing in his dreams. And Ben just grabs it and runs to Doctor Strange's house with it. I like that he doesn't even let it dry. It's theoretically it's clay. That right? was my yeah. first thought. Of and like, it's raining. And it's raining. I'm like, <laughs> it's just gonna be a mess by the time it gets there. And like he leaves and Alicia's like, I'll make another one. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, I'm sorry. An hour him, later comes back, like, oh Can you put it in the kiln first? <laughs> <laughs> so he, he he takes it to Doctor Strange's house. Wong answers and like, uh, Mr. Strange isn't here. Or Doctor Strange, sorry. Mr. Mr. Strange. Strange is my he didn't father. go to m- 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 <laughs> 
this <laughs> mystical doctor school for eight years to be Mr. Strange. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, Mr. Strange is his father. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Wong's like, yeah, he's not here, but uh, why don't you step on in? And then immediately turns into the demon. Uh, and the demon's name is Despair. D apostrophe Spayer. S-P-A-Y-R-E. See, you were describing it earlier, and I just read it as... Despair. Despair. I think well, he's, this he's is a, cool. He's not a cool Marvel character. It's more Italian. <laughs> Despair. <laughs> you have to say it with your hands. Despair. Yeah, you have to use your hands. He's a Marvel character. Don't you read? Have you read anything? See, like, where, where, would I, where would I know him from, RJ? From Marvel Comics. Yeah, like, which one, like, though? Which all one? of them. <laughs> every single one. <laughs> he's in the background lurking in every comic. because He's he Pandora from the new Yo, I probably, He's like, forget me not, right? Yeah, right. Yo, I probably read this dude in a comic and just flat out don't remember. <laughs> anyway. We can take it. We can take RJ's and word this panel, he kinda, he, that he's he, a dude. It kind of looks like Spawn. <laughs> it's just it the cape. It's just the cape. Oh yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> yeah, I think it is. Yep. Anyway, sorry. I'm. Uh, did, we just, did I did I just derail Completely you? Hard? Derailed his. So anyway, so despair like like traps. Ben. It's it's hard to really tell what's going on here. Basically, he he crumbles Ben into it like a pile of green rocks or orange rocks with just like Grim rocks. his eyes. Like he's just like <laughs> a pile of rocks with oh, his no. eyes, and um. Uh yeah, so he's like got him in his hand. He's just like holding this this pile of green rock. Or I keep saying green rocks. This pile of orange rocks. That's <laughs> Ben, and uh, he shows him this opera house with rosemary like tied down with like these vine looking things, and she has like a word bubble, but you there's no words in it. Like he's going like, oh yeah, she sings, but I it's only for me now. Like I'm the only one who can hear her. And then he throws the the rubble of Ben into like this spiral of despair. It's really wild. Like he starts reliving all of these like hard moments of his life. He relives, you know, becoming a, a rock monster. And there's all of these this crazy ass imagery. Um, and then he snaps out of it and like punches up through the floor, and then just uh, you know, gives despair a good old fashioned clobbering. Sure does. Straight from Yancey Street. <laughs> Trademark clever. Clever TM. Yeah. Uh, and then, um, you know, manages to get Rosemary out of there. And there's this really interesting moment where he goes, I owe you an apology. I think that bum despair was feeding off my bad dreams. And, you know, he heard you. And then, and then she interrupts him and goes, look, everyone deals with despair. It was just your turn. That's really good. I like that. So then we cut to a, a a barbecue on the roof of the Baxter building and things, you know, lounging back, relaxing. You know the thing that gets me on this one is they're, he has hot dogs on the grill, but he's cooking it with his hands. Yeah. Uh, like, why even bother? Yeah, Just Johnny's cooking cook hot dogs it. with his hands. Yeah, but he put it on the grill. Why bother? Because it's gross if he's holding them. I you, don't. You already had to touch whatever. It's not no, he didn't. He's not touching he's them. He's just shooting. Cap. He's just shooting fire at them. He's not touching them. He's just radiating them with gamma radiation. Does uh, right. does Johnny's uh, flame have hand particles? <laughs> Those hot dogs are going to turn. It maintains into the, the germs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, out of Sorry. nowhere, a teeny tiny little piece of Ben's eyebrow falls off, like a tiny little pebble of him. Oh no. And that's that's kind of that's kind of where it My, ends. It ends with him saying, "I'm living the dream," Aww. which which is which is white person code for "I'm in living hell." Yes, my driveway <laughs> right. is made of thing pebbles. Really? No. 
<laughs> you and your weird house that you live in. Yeah, every, yes. t- every time he pulls in the driveway, it just screams. <laughs> he yells, "It's clobber in time." Uh, so I, I driver qu- in time. I quickly just uh, his ever loving blue eyed driveway. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I just quickly googled despair's uh you know fan wiki page or whatever, and uh, it turns out he started out. It seems like he started out as a man thing villain. <laughs> <laughs> which explains why you wouldn't know who he is, Adam. Yeah. Um, but no, he's been in a lot of like Doctor Strange and a lot of uh, Fantastic Four and the, some some X Men. He looks so like he... Marvel Comics. <laughs> this guy. Sure, RJ. I just like that he's comics a... at large. I just like he's, that he's a man thing villain. It's like, yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> Not to be confused with boy thing. <laughs> yeah. Mm. All right, Sean. What else you got? I'll just uh, let me just apologize. <laughs> If you got, if you oh want... God, no! This book. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, we got a lot of chatter about this one, and we did read it, and it was a really good book. But it's, it's... we should probably throw a trigger warning out yeah, there. Trigger warning. Yeah. Um, if, if Alzheimer's. Yeah. Alzheimer's. Maybe maybe put it in the episode description. Yeah, I will. I'll do that. Just yeah. just for you know, obviously not the whole episode, but just for you know, Ice Cream Man. <laughs> maybe, like maybe where the where the um uh in the timestamp. In the timestamp. I'll just put trigger warning Alzheimer's. Yeah. Yeah. So this is Ice Cream Man, Ice Cream Man number 18. Oh, man. Um, oh my God. I just saw what the tagline was. Watch as it all recedes. Oof. Oof, rough. Uh, it's written by W. Maxwell Prince and the artist by um, Martin Morazzo, uh, who actually interacted with us as, as we were talking about mm-hmm. uh, this. So basically, uh, I'll just kind of highlight it. Basically, the idea is uh, it's this old man who's in a hospital. And there is this gremlin who's essentially, uh, he's like the physical representation of Alzheimer's and is stealing his memories as he's essentially, from my take, kind of reliving them as he's dying. I'm also having his last life kind of go through, he's going through his whole life. Yeah, he's like looking back on his life. And, and it's, and it's clearly that, like the last day of his life. I think it's the last day, so it's almost like the life is kind of, but as he's doing it, the memories are fading and disappearing. Yeah, this like um, little booger guy keeps like walking through his memories and, taking, and touching stuff, and then it disappears. Yeah, so he, it, he's also yeah. Keep going. I'll talk about it. Yeah, yeah and I'll just kind of I'll just because it fades in between the memories and stuff. So like the narration, it's like it's he's uh forgets words and like doesn't know how to, what to and it's like oh yeah that's that's the word i was this or i think that was i, I didn't most... remember what she was or yeah, something like that. This one right here is really anyone who is blank reads book under tree and everyone is. Happy, happy is the word. I'm yeah, like. yeah. So it's a lot of that is the narration as he's trying to and reliving these memories. That was the hardest part of this book for me. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I this this hits home for me a little mm-hmm. bit, and ugh. like it put me in a in a in a mind space that I didn't want to be in. And right. even even like the word bubbles, um, sometimes they're like spaced weird. Like it's like not it's not yeah. like an ellipsis pause. It's this just like absence of text as a pause. Right. It's like I love the way this book always plays with the medium and uses the medium in that way. Like it like it break it doesn't break the fourth wall but it breaks the the like structure down yeah. at, in the way that the book is terrifying. You know what I mean? So in between the memories uh it's interspliced between his his kids visiting but like he keeps seeing this little gremlin pop in and out and he's like I don't I don't like this gremlin but we'll just kind of highlight like so what I don't if, like it either. Um <laughs> so like and it's this kid and then he like sees like the gremlin and his friends many are similar many that are alike and it's like these other like it's like a little kid with a balloon like this like the fifth um ghost from pac-man that just looks like he's melting <laughs> blinky yeah uh, it's, and like it's, like, dog, it's like it's like it's foster's I, home for imaginary friends but like 
on mescaline, but I, like, but like uh, m- malicious. And I'm yeah. wondering if there are yeah. other, rep- maybe other, another representation of other illnesses. Oh, maybe much like the go- you know, the gremlin thing is like a is an Alzheimer's allegory. But maybe he might be suffering. Maybe from... he has other things that are happening, and yeah. that's like a how he's seeing them in yeah. his brain potentially. Yeah. Um. I I mean I just took it as a dementia like that that that, that could be it too that yeah. like flat that panel is a representation of dementia. Uh. So then the there's a few that stood out to me. The one that really stood out to me was like him. It's a memory. He's and again same way that Casey was talking about. He can't really remember the words, but he's he piecing it together, but. It's one of his favorite memories of with him and his wife. And essentially it's, um, you know, he's remembering he's happy. And then all of a sudden, like his wife disappears and he's like, as he's remembering it, it becomes sad. It's like, no, please don't. Not this one. Please don't take it. Everything has been taken basically. Like, and he, so now this, as he's reliving it, he sees it disappear and he understands that, that it's disappearing, Yeah, which is like that one. That's just Oof. rough. Um, and, and some of the ugh. memories are good. Some of the memories are bad. That's yes. the other thing. Yeah, The next one right after is basically him remembering like his wife walking out with his kids and him. Like, I didn't know how to love her. I didn't know what to do. And he didn't do anything. And basically like they got divorced and like she just left. So it's, it's, it's covers his whole life essentially. Yeah. Um, and then this gremlin is just popping in and out, just grabbing memories and things like that. Um, and he's he's naked and he has is. a little tiny he's, penis. He is, he is, gremlin he is creepy in every way that a thing can be creepy. Yeah. yeah. Like even his little gross little chode that we have to keep seeing. <laughs> yeah. And then essentially the memories are start, they're, they're that in the present day start kind of folding in and you, his memory, it's molding in, it's him getting into like, a hospital bed and him seeing his children in front of him and basically it's time i think this is like this is the end essentially yeah. and um, his son is telling him like it's okay you can let go you can go yeah um and then he's like you know he just realized he can no longer recall who i am or was and that's when like the 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 creature's getting real close and like, and, like touching him. him and then he says like but do feel very certain that indeed i was a person who lived a life and perhaps once felt the sweet light breath of the sun. How lucky me to have been. Yeah. And that's like the end of the And that kind of references back to like, there was like a little league memory where he's like, the the, the field littered with suns, like S-O-N-S. Like, no, wait, sun, like S-U-N. Like, he's just like, you know, kind of tripping over. It was extremely well done. And again. Yeah. the, The power of this book is that we are all, just like devastated yeah like yeah it was yeah. it was you know i i was kind i wanted to talk about it and i'm like ah, i shouldn't i don't want to like bring the whole thing down you know what i mean we try we to keep of, it pretty light and then we had a lot of interaction on on social media this week it's like yo this book was devastating but like also like please talk about it yeah like, every yeah. everyone seems to have this like really visceral attachment to it and i've personally never I, i've been lucky enough to never have a family member with have alzheimer's so like i'm i'm lucky in that way but this I feel like I get it in a way that I've never gotten it's, it. It's a little too on the nose. Yeah. 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 Like clearly the writer or the, or the artist, but clearly one of them or both experienced this. And I think you, you know, could still way. relate in a very like oh, no, visceral I, way. Yeah. You know because, I mean? you know, that's nobody wants to die like that. You know yeah. what I mean? And then that's that's uh, such a that's the, the beauty of this book is like sometimes it's just like we're going on a space adventure you know what i mean and, like, yeah. and then sometimes it's this it's this like yeah. i remember like the like i think like the the first issue was about like a like a evil spider mm-hmm. and then the next issue was about like or like two or three was about um heroin addicts you know what i mean and it's just <laughs> right. like right it, it's such so good at just like this this like high fantasy bizarre horror and then the next issue was just like 
the a horror that is just just too real yeah yeah, yeah. you know and like and that's real what, life horror instead of like which is so horror. much scarier in Absolutely. so many ways you know like yeah i feel like this was an incredible representation of what that would be like and just thinking about like being aware enough to know that your memories are going is like that's yeah. the scariest that, that's thing that's terrifying yeah to me. and they're they're all like the the, the the nurse and his children are talking at him but he is registering it so they're he, talking at him like he's not there anymore and they're and he's still just kind of in his head responding that's also terrifying yeah, yeah. you know and, and and like and then and then not being able to remember who they are at the very end you know like oof. yeah it bad. was it's bad this was bad incredibly time. well done i think even the, the the artist said something to us about this like how like tough it was for them to but they get, cried to they get, cried, cried while getting, doing the last couple pages doing the art which yeah. is like i understand i get it yeah i totally understand yeah. why that would happen yeah like this is this i we were talking about and then i like read it again like at the shop and i was just like oh i'm i'm just can i just go home now yeah, I, don't like, yeah. I, don't I, I i read this right before you guys got here and was just like ugh. yeah uh. just <laughs> devastated yeah it's just a it's a rough it's it's phenomenal yeah because i I had originally just saved this because we we were like not going to talk about it i was like i'll like read this when i have some time like over the weekend yeah like no we're talking about it's like all right i guess i have to rip this band-aid off (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah it's 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 beautiful it's it is really well it's really incredible this book it's i feel like it's the most underrated book on the shelf um it sells pretty well but i feel like it's not talked about enough and it's one of those like you don't really know what it is from looking at the no. Like the cover of the titles or anything. I'm like, yeah, Ice Cream Man. What the hell's that? Like, you're not expecting this book yeah. at all. Yeah. And um, I, that was definitely the the draw for the first issue for me was just mm-hmm. like, oh, he's the Crypt Keeper, it turns out. Yeah, right. Um, but like, also, it's way deeper than that, too. Yeah. Um, but also, yeah, like, it's definitely this. Uh, and the art matches the vibe so well because it is bright and shiny, but th- with this, like, grit. Yeah, it's got me. this grittiness, this, like, just. Like but it's also got this like creamy pastelly yeah about yeah it. the color the color and like the the vibe really fit this like it it's, seems like to me like a brighter version of like uh we were talking about andrea sorrentino like mm-hmm. it's but the colors make it smoother and like make it pop in a very different way yeah than than that art does yeah but, but, yeah, it, but it definitely so grasps that 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 tone of um something is something is malicious something is something's wrong something is yeah. trying to kill you something is out to get you <laughs> yeah and then each book is just kind of figuring out what that is. Because, is yeah, a, you, can, you can pick up any issue off the shelf and you don't have to. Have been say, this is like book. an anthology mm-hmm. type series, right? Yeah, yeah. And the Ice Cream Man is the, the only, like, he's not even in this issue. but he's typically, on the cover, right? Yeah, but, but, yeah, that's him. But typically he's the, the through thread of, um, that connects them together. Mm-hmm. He's just always kind of leering around these bizarre things and, just like, either causing them happen. or, yeah. Just like, watching them? Yeah. 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 Watching them or causing them or... And then you get there's a couple issues that you get some backstory on the Ice Cream Man. Oh, okay. And the Man in Black, who is his. his this is actually nemesis. the first issue of Ice Cream Man that I've actually read. Yeah. And um, I've been reading it sporadically. Why? Did I do that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Yeah. So, it makes me want to go back and maybe like uh, and read some more because I. You should. Just like the style, like if I'm sure it's great. Yeah, it's it's phenomenal. Yeah, it's it's one of my favorites. Um, um and it probably reads fun and you know or interesting in trade if you get like six different stories or it's something manic. like that yeah, yeah the, the first one i read was the last time you talked about it which was a few issues ago oh the um the crossword the crossword, puzzle. The crossword yeah. Puzzle. yeah that yeah. was a really was good cool. issue i i i love crossword puzzles so <laughs> that was kind of a fun one yeah. yeah there was another one that was really good that was like a 
a, a dad like reading his daughter's diary because he didn't know how to connect to yeah, her. Yeah, I read that one too. That was really fun. I like that. I'm not going to spoil the twist uh, yeah. if you want to go out and read yeah, it. I, I think that might be. Out. It was a really fun one. Like, right, I was just cool. like, oh, I didn't see that coming. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah. But yeah it, image book, killing it. Mm-hmm. I, I would. I'm probably going to go back and read more of this now that I. Um, yeah. After. And you don't issue. you don't really even need to like you can you just want, jump yeah. in on Ice Cream Man. It's I'm not sure how long it's going. I think I saw something about it ending at 20, but I oh, no, or no, no. it's at least only solicited up to 20. So like maybe there will be more, but I don't. Mm. I'm hoping it keeps going. You know, it's, same guy doing all. He's done the whole run. Yeah, these okay. these cre- this creative team. Same creative team. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work without either of them. You know okay. what I mean? Like this, yeah. I feel like it's it's a very specific tone that they've achieved and it works perfectly yeah like this is their vibe and mm-hmm. they've kind of imprinted it on like the stories that they're telling totally yeah, yeah. yep all right yeah it was great cool. it, it was great but devastating <laughs> that's yeah. the best way to put it oh man yeah it was hard yeah, yeah yeah yep which is yeah i like i like a book that can manipulate your emotions like that you know what i mean that's that's it, the mark of a good it, you know this is what i i, I, tr- I try to reach people who i talk to about comics who don't read comics that like it's not all just like bam pow, and, and some, flash. you could exactly. not achieve this with a with a story with a right. novel with a right. short story because the visual medium is crucial to that story you yes. know what i mean like yeah. something like uh, i think alan moore said like something shouldn't be adapted because it it exists in this medium for a reason you know what i mean i like, agree it's perfect the way you know it couldn't be done any other way yeah it wouldn't be as like jarring without mm-hmm. the visual well in the, the way that the text box are written and the way that it, the things disappear yeah like, exactly they, yeah i yeah 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 this is the kind of thing is like yeah you don't like how here yeah. Like, yeah it can be more than spider-man and ant-man and stuff it could be more than that mm-hmm. but people are still turned off by it yeah it's yeah. like oh it's a comic book it's like no just <laughs> just shut up yeah shut up shut up and fucking enjoy this shut your mouth put your tongue back in your mouth all right casey what else you got um, so I've got Hellblazer number four, John Constantine Hellblazer number four, uh, by Simon Sprayer and Mateus Bergara. I didn't notice this. It says Sandman universe on top. Is this like a tie in the Sandman? Not technically. I mean, they've been trying to kind of market the Sandman, the, the quote unquote Sandman universe as one cohesive thing, but they haven't really crossed over. No, okay. Sandman universe is just an imprint. Yeah, exactly. It. It, it's okay. Neil Gaiman is is overseeing. Is it kind of like this Hill House comics? Exactly. Almost? It's Got like it. Hill House. It's like a Young Animal. It's Perfect. like that. But, okay, cool. The Lock and Key series is going to be. Sandman universe and not Hill House. Yes. Interesting. There's, yeah, there's, yeah, oh, there's right. a Sandman lock and key well, crossover. Just have a Sandman key. Or yeah. a dreaming key. A dream, also, a dream key. Uh, I don't, they said event crossover, and I don't know if that means because it's crossing over from IDW with DC, mm-hmm. or if it's crossover, like, all the Sandman books are going to be going to be lock and key yeah like like they get a like a hellblazer key and they get a a books of magic key and they get a dreaming key like that would be kind of cool i mean and like dc publishing in and of itself is kind of in in the balance right i mean not in the balance that's just the editor and who's going to be the editor-in-chief is in the balance wasn't there talks of marvel taking over distribution that's just the internet that's it's no because that would be like the same company owning Coke and Pepsi. Also, they yeah. did that already. They, that's how it used to be. They, like D- DC used to own Marvel's distribution, which is why there were only eight Marvel books back in the day, and Jack Kirby drew every single one of them. <laughs> that's that the whole a, reason that that exists. That was just a distribution company, though. Yeah, exactly. They didn't like own the company. No, but they owned the distribution rights, so they were just like, you can have eight books. Like, fuck you, Marvel. You know, that was all it was. Yeah. Um, but... No, I I don't. I mean, like Disney could technically own everything in the world at this point, and it wouldn't surprise me too much. But also, it the DC mouse, is, man. Yeah, DC is owned by AT and T, 
So I, so that's a pretty big one too. I don't think that that's gonna happen. Well, anyway, Wait. anyway. Um. Oh, DC. Sorry. What? My brain broke for a second when you said DC. I heard Disney, and I was like, "There's no fucking way Disney is owned by anybody." <laughs> <laughs> but sorry, yeah, my brain yeah. broke for a second. Um. Anyway, so Hellblazer. <laughs> um. So it starts out, and it's it's really funny because he's like. It's like new, new lease on life. I've got a new apartment. I, you know, I'm gonna try a new thing, and he puts on a really done fancy suit. Done with that suit. bullshit in the park. Yeah, done with that. <laughs> so he puts on a fancy suit. He's got a demon trapped in his cell phone that he's like getting. He's like, do you think like the the um? It was hilarious. Yeah, he's like, do you think the gloves are too much? He's like, yeah, the gloves are awful. Like, so, I mean, yeah. I wish I had a demon in my cell phone. Yeah, right. Aww, um, poor Adam. You do. It's called Jeff Bezos. Anyway, it's um, called Siri. <laughs> it's called Siri. <laughs> So yeah, so he's he, so he's trying this new suave um, suit life where he's gonna dress really sharp. Suit life. Suit life. Um, and then he walks out the door and he's immediately bombarded by a shit golem. Awesome. <laughs> shit gnome. Yep. A um, shit gnome. Shit gnome. So like, <laughs> I think it is honestly. <laughs> they don't name drop it, but what else could it be? It's really? like poop slimer. <laughs> Oh no, Belphegor isn't made of shit. Poop slimer. Yes. This is this is more like the demon <laughs> awesome. in, in um in dogma. dogma. Yeah. yeah. Jinx. I, I like poop slimer. I'm, yeah, I'm going with poop slimer. Look at him. He's like a little ball of He looks like a poop, poop slimer. A mini me from the villain of Conqueror's Bad Fur Day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um but yeah, so as he's getting poop slimed, um poop this slime. this man bud dude named oh, this Tommy guy. Willow Tree comes to his aid and does a yoga pose. To uh to banish the the shit golem. Also a shit goblin. Yes. He kinda is. Yeah, he's kinda <laughs> No, he's you can he's one of those people that you can tell is very nice, but he's just so insufferable you can't help but hate him. Yeah, he's nice, but he's also a douche. Yeah. Oh, I know a few people like that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's just like I have no real reason to hate you, but uh... But you're angry that you don't have a reason. Exactly. To hate like yeah. I, I want yeah. a reason. This, this, this give me a reason. This this issue captures that so perfectly. Yeah, I think it really does. It really does. I feel like every office has one. Oh, totally. Yeah. Mm, every oh, yeah. every co- <laughs> comic book store has. Oh. No. <laughs> Anywho. Bro. Yeah, so so yeah, he's he basically the, the man bun is just like, Oh, I'm so sorry that I accidentally summoned this shit golem, you know, like I'm gonna take you to this um this laundromat that they use one hundred percent seaweed extracts in their soap. It's totally ha- happy to the happy uh, it's totally good for the environment. I'm gonna be happy to pay. And he's just like, Shut up. So the Constantine is back in his like terrible, you know, like crappy clothes, uh pun intended. Because his other one are covered in poop. Yep, exactly. Um yep. poop clothes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you got poop on your clothes. He's got dookie clothes. <laughs> yeah. Dookie. Uh, he, got, he got duked. Yep. You got duked. Uh, <laughs> Duke. Oh my god. We gotta get through this. Yeah, so, we do. So it turns it's getting out. Late here. Yeah, it is. So it turns out that uh, that this man bun dude was coming to meet him, um, and he's trying to explain to him why he's coming to meet him, and he's just like, oh, you know, it's a really good thing that I had the you know, that I that I struck this um the uh, Vasita Cindy pose to, to he's like get, quit your lunging and just go away man like i don't care about your your, your weird yoga magic uh, it's get i don't care it's like, hey downward dog yeah fuck off <laughs> yeah yeah it's like yeah it's like n- now listen before i ask you to mindly lunge off what the fuck do you want man bun <laughs> the way he the insults that he has for him are just so good um so so yeah so he <laughs> so they're still talking 
and he's and basically this dude is like fangirling over him he's just like when i was 16 i first felt the mystic arts and you were my idol and i you know i've, I've always looked up to you in the way that and he's just like <laughs> yeah all right bud what well, i don't really need a, a groupie i don't need a i don't need a mystical groupie dude like mystical you need to go <laughs> but he but he manages to get in the car anyway and he's just like, yeah, no, like, I don't, I'm not looking to, uh, you know, no one's applying to be my apprentice. He's like, whoa, no, I don't need a sensei. He's like, oh, who says sensei? Come on. Um, and then he's like, the truth is, uh, my skills have gone as far as I can, they can take me. And then as there's in the car, you know, Constantine lights up a cigarette and man bug goes like, could you please not? Because that's really bad for my, my chakras. And then he just blows a whole billow of smoke into the dude's face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so then like the dude proceeds to explain to him that he's been tracking this um this like visceral evil that's just kind of like spreading his tendrils across the city and he 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 forces Constantine to go to the tower of london uh because you can see that there's like the ravens are are like on the lawn outside the tower of london they're racist they are they very are racist so racist so yeah there's this like there's racist this, ravens <laughs> there's this muslim family that's that's there and they're talking to, and they're like oh yeah it's the crows and the crows are kind of like they have this like mimicry so the little girl is like the dad's like oh say the, the english words that you learned and she's like please and thank you hello 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 and then they just do this like burning like sigil like this like this like magical spell and she's her whole face just starts burning it's like oh no daddy it hurts it's rude i thought yeah. it was the union jack it, oh yeah it does look like a union jack it's like across her the whole like the lines are all across her face i didn't even really realize that it was that racist crows yeah I mean, they do know they're black right <laughs> Who's, who's gonna tell him? <laughs> <laughs> Not me. Uh, yep, no. Nope. gonna Mm-mm. tell him? The, the... You know, the messed up part, though, is that they, like, just, like, the man bun dude knows it's about to happen and just, like, lets it happen. So, yeah, every time, a, like, a, um, a, non, a non-British a non family yeah. comes to see the Tower of London, these racist crows just, like, hex them. Um, and he just lets it happen to a little girl. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so then they they keep going around turns out that the the last story arc with the the angels in the park was also part of this and he's like oh yeah that was outside of my skill set how did you handle it you know constantine and he's like i convinced a um a homeless guy to murder himself oh <laughs> uh, it's like oh i didn't think of that all right um but yeah there's there's like um he watched a uh, four housewives throw red roses at a mosque they went off like firebombs um, I saw a whole platform of commuters push one of the, uh, one of those you know Jewish guys with the hair and the hat right under a train. Um, they all had their eyes shut like they were totally blissed. Uh, one of the I'm not gonna do a British accent. I should be doing this. It, I read it in a British accent, but I can't do a British accent. <laughs> um, yeah. So one of the lions in Tralf, Tralf, I can never say Tralf, Trafalgar Square swallow a little Polish lady whole. Uh, and cooked up business while a coked up businessman cheered. Ah, I can't talk. I'm sorry. Um, Reading's hard. I'm sorry. <laughs> Trafalgar. <laughs> this is gonna. This is gonna make me. Look, there's this like group of crows that hang out in my back. Oh yeah. I'm gonna look at them in a totally different light now. Yeah, no. Like, you guys are assholes. They might be racist nationalists. Mother- <laughs> racist motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> you better watch out. They might be. Na- they're wearing little maga hats. That actually happened in in uh, Las Vegas. Wait, the- what? What? No, there's a dude gluing MAGA hats to pigeons. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah, which is fucked up because you're killing pigeons. Yeah. yeah. But number two, they're little MAGA hats. First, he started out with cowboy hats. I saw that. And now that's now adorable. it's MAGA hats. Oh, what a dick. Yeah. Someone so, should uh, beat that guy up. Yeah, somebody someone should, should catch that guy. So if you're out there, you're listening. If you're in Vegas, 
Find the Find no, we, guy and we can't have a call to action like this. Yeah, we can. He's killing we pigeons. We can't incite violence against a Nazi. No, killing pigeons. Just glue a hat to him. <laughs> glue a hat. To you know, him. Just, uh, <laughs> call call the police. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sure. After you glue a hat, to him. and uh, you know, <laughs> make it a good. Make it like a really <laughs> dumb. Make it like a dildo hat or something. <laughs> They got those in Vegas, right? Uh, I'm to, uh, sure they do on this on the, yeah. the strip. Yeah, yeah. Go down to the Jesus old strip where Christ the gold nugget is. <laughs> uh, sorry, free. sorry. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. What happens to the stupid book? <laughs> so anyway, um, basically this dude just keeps. Oh, and then there's another like poop poop gnome. That's like an, an, shit slimer. Yeah, shit slimer. So poop then slimer? Constantine. A poop dupe. <laughs> oh, there it is. There it is. There it is. Shit slimer and poop dupe. Poop dupe. Damn. Hashtag poop dupe. Poopy doopy. <laughs> that's our new Twitter. Well, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> when we sure. talk about this book, it's gonna be hashtag poop. Hashtag poop dupe. Anywho, <laughs> so so Constantine's like, shut up, man. But I got this. I'm gonna handle it, and he can't. Like he can't really get rid of it. And the uh, the man bun had been explaining to him that there is um, pun magic. So he uses pun magic uh, against... Right. Dude. Yeah, so... <laughs> Fal excreta, uh, be, be thou friend or enema, we shall suffer the gnome more. Oh my god. Because he's a poop gnome? He should have just sprayed it with some ozium. <laughs> that would have also worked, probably. But, it, but yeah, the pun magic works and the poop demon goes away. Pun magic. Para paranormancy is what the guy calls it. Stop it. <laughs> So yeah, finally, you know, he goes to get his clothes cleaned, and he's like, "Yeah, there is actually like I hate to admit that this guy, he's like, he's talking to his his um his demon phone. He's talking to his demon phone and his uh driver, who is one of the the thugs from the oh yeah, that's right previous. So he's just kind of like like the the the, the driver is kind of like, yo, this dude actually like number one, he's pretty hot. You have to admit, number two, he, <laughs> he he's actually has something here. Like he's he knows what he's talking about, and Constantine kind of was reluctantly like, shit, like yeah. You're right, he does, and I, yeah, I can't suffer him, but you know, like I need to figure out what the hell's going on. So, um, he's like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna beat him in the one thing that I know I can beat him at, which is drinking. So he takes him to the bar that uh, the chick, the 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 bouncer from the previous issue, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, and he tries to get him hammered, but you just see the does not go does well. not go well. This guy can hold his own, and Constantine is just getting sloshed, just like it's just like devolving, just sloppy, and every just time <laughs> and, and this guy, yeah, just like. Uh, to do the with the ethical way the the hops are harvested, man. You know, I actually visited a brewery farm in the anti-privilege retreat the last Sam Hain. Wanna, I still want to slap you just for yeah. reading this dude again. He's like, I'll just stick with the Guinness. <laughs> like, just <laughs> shut up. That uh, sucks. Yeah, and then he's just kind of like, you know, like, like fawning over him. It's like, oh, it's such a, you know, like, honor to meet you and the respect that I have. And he's just like, yeah, 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 whatever. Uh, no, he, he says, it's so, I was so buzzed to meet you because he's like, like, it's almost like rubbing it in accidentally. Yeah. <laughs> and also that's, that's why he's not getting drunk is that his like adrenaline is up because he's meeting oh, man, I there. thought he was like magicking it. Maybe. Maybe he is. I can Yo, Maybe that. my man can just drink. I think he can just hold his own. Yeah. I think he's like. Or a he's like, well, I mean, he turned that coffee into swill. So he's probably just turning the beer into absolute crap. Yeah, it's just apple Pepsi. juice. Yeah. yeah. No, no. Like just weak ass stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because yeah, so it's like, hey, J-Dog, you want to switch to gin and tonics? I'm just so buzzed for meeting you, man. I don't think that the beer's really uh, touching the... And then he's just like, that's it! Stop it! Just stop! Just fucking stop! 
<laughs> Constantine just loses he's just it. on the floor, basically. Yeah, and he's just like, I don't want a fucking magic groupie. And he's just like, it's all like sloshed and slurred. It's like, you're embarrassing yourself. <laughs> but then uh, the group, you know, the groupie, the band mud gives him back his like magical. He's, he has the, the bone chalice of Albion and the dru- druid stone scepter and the witch elm blade. And he's like, I've been hanging on to these since you disappeared for a while. So like here, like take like, these aren't mine. This is your birthright. Take them back. And he's just like furious. And he's like, "You're the mage lord of all of England." And then Constantine just vomits all over him. He's like, "What were you saying?" I don't remember. It's a reasonable response. <laughs> yeah. What were we talking about? Uh, and that's how the issue ends. And it's brilliant. It's, it was uh, the banter between the two of them. I don't think I really like captured it. It was so good because like the man bun is just like eternally cheery, and just like Constantine is just like nailing him, just like. <laughs> Fuck you, hipster. Just really, just really like. Uh, I've always loved that kind of dynamic. Yeah, yeah. It just really almost like highlights like what Constantine. Like, oh yeah, he's kind of a dick. Yeah. Like, this Constantine. Dude's just, this yeah. Dude's, this dude's just being a nice guy. Constantine's just being a fucking asshole. He's going out of his way to be as mean as possible yeah. to him, and the dude is just like un unfazed. Yeah, like he is just completely unfazed. Yeah, and that's I, I think it really highlights also that Constantine is very insecure that yeah. he can't like that he can't beat this guy yeah. and that the guy is right and that they have to work together. He's like, yeah, there's a bunch of parts where he's just like, no, I work solo. Like, go away. I'm going to handle it. And he's like, he clearly can't. He's, this, he's in over his head. This reminds me, we had this, we had this intern at work over the summer. He was a young uh, kid, this college student who was mm-hmm. just so eager. Oh, yeah. And so just oh, like yeah. full of life. And I just... <laughs> You just want to murder him. You just, just want to wring his neck. I just hated him for it. Like, he didn't deserve it, and I even knew that in the moment. Just like, I was like, you don't fucking deserve this, but fuck off, please. Yeah. No, it's exactly like, because, yeah, when you when you do that, you just also hate yourself. Because you're just <laughs> yeah. like, fuck you for being so nice and happy. And uh, like, why hasn't the world destroyed you yet? Yeah, like. <laughs> beating you down. Yeah, and that's exactly, Constantine's just a piece of shit. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Uh. <laughs> Uh, it's really good oh i also forgot so like <laughs> at one point he's like oh yeah they've been popping up all over the city i made a map of it and and constantine's oh like God, oh yeah right. let me let me guess it's like the shape of a pentagram and then he shows it to him it's just a penis yeah <laughs> it's like oh so the demon knows you're following it and he's making mockery of you <laughs> it's so good it's fantastic <laughs> always a always a place for a good dick joke oh yeah yep as we've established many times on this program I honestly hope that these two, I say this every time, but I hope they end up dating. (laughs) (laughs) You hope everyone dates. But also because like the, the, the driver, his like little assistant was just like, no, I I think it was, he was pushing him towards like, you like him. They're going to do like him. Yeah. Because, because Constantine is, is like canonically by if not pan, but he, so like, I think the driver is just like, I think you hate him because you like him. You're, you're for you're a fourth grade boy <laughs> just like stop being a baby <laughs> stop pulling on his pig yeah nails. stop yeah. bullying the dude because he's attractive and also good at magic <laughs> unlike you a bitch. bit insufferable to be fair but still yeah yeah fair. <laughs> all right all right all right jay what else you got oh god uh i got the last god number five oh by philip kennedy johnson and ricardo federici um this book has a lot of words in it. Yeah. Do you want Uh-oh. to condense it down? Because so we are running words? out of time. All right. So, <laughs> uh, like all the other issues, it's split into two uh, timelines. So I'm just going to cover the past one first to make it easier. But they're kind of like interwoven. Okay. Um, so the it opens with the, the characters um, going to this library 
And they're like, you're here for a book? And like, no, it's like gods don't write history with linen and ink. Um, so they hear this voice and it's a lot, it's like, a, uh, it's just this, I forget what they call it. It's the book of ages. And it, it's, they want to know about the, the villain, the plague of flowers that uh, they've been fighting. So there's this kind of like booming voice that uh, narrates to them the history of the, the world. And essentially, they're, this being awoke, um, and its name is Ang Luthia, which means uh, the, the one. So it awoke in the world when there was absolutely nothing. And um, it was lonely, and that saw something else, uh, but it was the void, and it knew the void was evil. So, to counteract the the void, it uh, created like worlds. It created land and all this stuff to keep the void at bay. So it's like the anti life, like it's like going to get like the anti life monitor, like keeping it from being. I don't know. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to relate it to. I don't know comics. <laughs> um, this is just straight fantasy creation. Yeah. Tale. So it's out of my out of my. So element. he created all these all these all this terrain and and stuff, but he was still alone. Um, and he decided to put his life into different things. He put it into the stars, and he put it into fire, and he put it into the the mountains, and it created children for him, and um, they. They're all. They were all. Uh, also became gods. They created their own races, which is the races that we eventually see in the land. Um, mm-hmm. But the void was still out there somewhere, and the those children ask, um, "What is beyond the the uh, like their world?" And he said that uh, you know you should never go there. So they're. They go eventually one day and they see this black stairs and it wasn't created by the the god. Um, it's the proverbial apple. Yeah. Mm. So they, they go to the black stair and they ascend and they hear this like, they hear this noise, like this animal crying and it's the void and the void um, th- tricks the children into letting, the, letting it come with them and becomes one of them. Um, so that's how it gets its name because it's named like all the others, but it's the one from the void. Um, that's spooky. Yeah, and then the god <laughs> sees it, sees them like descending the black stair, and uh, like immediately fights it and is killed doing so. But it, uh, last god got it. No, it's not. It's the last not, god. Not the same the, thing. Yeah. Not necessarily. <laughs> uh, so it it fights the void back, but uh the god dies and its body uh, becomes kind of like a flame that they keep burning to keep the void at bay. And um, uh, the, they all, so they all create children and then the void is like, what promises like, you know, one day I'll create children too and they'll burn everything you've created to the ground. So that's where the children of flowers come, uh, the plague of flowers. And uh, so that's kind of what they've been fighting this whole time. Uh, um, see if this was the first issue I probably would have understood this book a lot better uh, you put Genesis at the beginning pretty self-explanatory no I know I just and it, it is very well written and very pretty but like I just I, I like my Genesis to be the first chapter <laughs> um, I see what you did there in the beginning 
It's a fantasy book. You got to get to the explanation. Yeah, it's, there's a reason I don't read fantasy. I am impatient. <laughs> and in the in the current time, things aren't things aren't going great. Uh, they uh, they come across the their old wizard friend, who's part of the the uh, eldritch knights that eat the Avon people, and that guy who's part of the. Even people's like that's not that's not great, dude. Don't do that. That's not nice. Uh, that's mean. So yeah, they they say that the uh, Ceruli, the the queen that was has been with them all along, she's got like tainted void magic in her, and that the plague of flowers can kind of just tainted void. It's never good. Can just kind of <laughs> use her at like any. It's like going to eventually corrupt her. Um. So he the wizard's like, I'm gonna help you. But she can't go with us, because uh, she's going to be, uh, you know, evil eventually. And uh, then they get to this tower, like they get to the the middle of the tower that they're in, that has like this force field, and they find out that the force field is just powered through the dead bodies of the Avon people, which uh, we knew that they ate them, and that's where they got their magic from anyway. So it's not terribly surprising for us, but the character freaks out. And um, this is all surprising to me because I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> You're doing a very good job of just <laughs> of explaining it. Yeah. Well, so there, so there's this like tower full of dead bodies, or like there's this tower, and then there's like all these dead bodies. It's like powering it, and it's like keeping the void from coming into the in the tower. But then the the guy who um, is from the people that are all massacred, he is like this, this can't stand. So he goes and uh hits the the tower and he's like are you crazy it's gonna let everything in here and so he doesn't care he just you just hear the wizard scream no and he's star lording it yeah and then it's just giant explosion and uh that's it so they're boned yeah he just he just star lord (laughs) he just star lord punched thanos uh moment essentially got it yeah ruined it yep yeah and their bones are now their money I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> Bones oh God, aren't their money. So are the worms. <laughs> said to make it that spooky. That was the day the skeletons came to fly. <laughs> anyway, you did a really good job with that, RJ. Yeah, that's good. I, I, that made perfect sense. Yeah, I read it, and I feel like you made it way less confusing. All right, well, so there good. we go. Thank you. <laughs> there it is. It's super good. It's, it's still it's, good. It good. This is actually probably my... But the reason why I'm like... I kind of took a break from talking about it, but the, the reason why I'm talking about this issue is because it, it blew me away, and it, it was my favorite of the five so far. So, so good. Excellent trade read candidate, though. I was just yes, going to say, I am very trade read. waiting that. <laughs> yeah. Because, because yeah. You, you can remember all of the characters, because there's a lot of people in it, too. Yes. So it yeah. helps a lot. Sometimes with like heavier stories like that, I need it all at once. I, yeah. I can't. Mm-hmm. Like the reason why fantasy novels are, are huge, just, are a thousand there. pages yeah. long. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, this that, and that's exactly what this feels like. Yeah, I'm only like four chapters into a fantasy novel, and I'm mm-hmm. just still confused. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Adam, what do you got? All right, so I got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Surprise. Uh, <laughs> this is the Jenica um, micro series number was, one. This was fun. This was really good. I really liked it a lot. This is by um, the main story. There's like two. There's like a bonus story at the end, but the main story is by Brom Revel. He does the story art and letters. So wow. Or I don't know if this is a. It's written and illustrated by him. Is it him? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I. I don't. They. Them. Sorry. I don't know. Sorry if I misgendered. I didn't mean to assume. Rip. But anyway, I, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I should have uh, looked that up beforehand. <laughs> um, so this story kind of follows uh, Jenica's usual like p- patrol of Mutant Town, and it's kind of like a day in the life. Yeah, talking to a squirrel lady. Yeah, she's just hanging out on the wall, chatting with uh, this squirrel lady. He's talking about, you know, getting used to her new squirrel body. <laughs> like, the, the tail gets in the way, but her arthritis is cleared up, so, so it's nice. not all that. It's not good. It's not all you bad. squirrel arthritis, which is just worse. <laughs> <laughs> but then she sees this bunny guy escape Mutant Town, jumps over the wall, so she goes after him. Um, because it's not safe for Yeah, she's outside. trying to... To get him to come back. And he's like, what are you, like a mutant narc? <laughs> and I thought that was really funny. Like, what are you, a cop? <laughs> but uh, what's... what's You a cop? What's cool about this book is it keeps jumping back and forth to, like, these flashbacks of her in her human form. Yeah, because the, the, she's going into, like, a like a bombed-out building that was, like, it's the like squat. That she used to squat. Yeah. yeah. So, um... Yeah, she she's like kind of flashing back to when she was this kind of like young punk rock chick mm-hmm. who used to you know hang out with some unsavory. You're cooler when before you were a turtle. <laughs> I think she's pretty cool now. But then, well, uh, yeah, but she's not going do to, to Casey. She sees this bunny guy get Jones caught caught in a net, and it's a bunch of purple dragons. So she has a little bit of a scrap with them. Which also, yeah, why you got to use the net? I like, think they they try they vaguely explain it, but like. Cool. Dude, you could have. Yeah, there's a way. There's some dignity. Have, have a conversation. Yeah, yeah, she even says that. She's like, have you know, a conversation. <laughs> she's like, yeah, these these people, uh, you know, already they don't they already feel enough like animals. Like Jesus, you don't have to put them in a net. And then Casey shows up, and things get a little weird. <sighs> and then so awkward. Casey, then, what did you do? <laughs> I'm sorry. This just made I, me want to hide under a pillow. Yeah. <laughs> so they have this like really awkward face to face. And then it, because it, I don't know if we talked about it in, in the previous episodes, but they were dating until she became a turtle. And now they're not dating because that's because he's just the worst. Because he can't yeah. handle because he can't anything. handle turtle. He can't handle the turtle. Yeah. yeah. I don't like yeah. Casey in this series. It's not anymore. cool. Yeah. He's I like him sometimes. Same. But he's, he's better than his dad. Anyway. So the the. The dragons uh, agree to let Jenica handle the issue. And even the bunny guy's like, well, that was awkward. <laughs> like, you guys used to be a thing because I, I kind of picked up on. She's like, can you just shut up? There's this real uh, interesting moment when they're walking back to Mutant Town where she stops in front of this billboard. It's like this, Oof, yeah. this like supermodel lady. And it says, it, it's like a perfume ad. And it says, make sure you're the only woman he'll ever want. Oof. And she just kind of like looks at, you know, she's like, you know, I used to be a human woman. That he wanted. Yeah. And now I'm not. Right. Yeah. So. Yeesh. Yikes. Yeah. Big yikes. That was a really good, just like three panel way to just sum that up. That's yikes. Instead of having like internal monologue, just that and just yeah. sums pretty... up her whole crisis, you know? Yeah. So then um, the bunny guy reveals that he escaped Mutant Town so we could get drumsticks so he could play a gig <laughs> at this place called the Kennel Club. Which is fantastic. Yeah. That's really good. And he's like, yeah, you could, you should stop by. It's probably not your thing, but like, you know. Yeah, we don't really play narc music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so he cannot get over that she might be a narc. Like, I mean, she just hunted him down. Yeah. That's a fair assumption. And there's this this great couple of pages with her her dancing, like in a pit, and it keeps cutting back and forth to like her as a human dancing in a pit, and then yeah, this, you know, this me in case you're talking about this reminded me of that first time in deadly class where they go to a punk show like, yeah it, it's, it that, that it's that same color blocking yeah, like very similar yeah, vibe. that was that was your like uh your 
wallpaper on Facebook for a while. It's Casey. the wallpaper on my computer right yeah, now. It's great. <laughs> it's such a good panel. It is great. <laughs> but then this uh this bull and baboon are like what you think you just walk in here and get the pit? You think you just be like a girl on a show? How dare you? Yeah, I I feel like I've run into these dudes. And then before. he screams Blitzkrieg Bop, <laughs> which is like, dude, this guy's yeah, what he deserves what's about to happen. Fucking poser. Yeah. yeah. What a fucking poser. So she uh, <laughs> beats the Christ out of these two sure guys. Does. Yeah, 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 yeah. Love it <laughs> <laughs> for several pages. But then she runs into like uh, one of the guys in this band is this dude that she used to date he's some sort of weasel now yeah i like that he doesn't even know yeah, she's like, like what I, are you supposed to be he's like i'm a mongoose, I'm a mongoose or, or a weasel yeah <laughs> but um he kind of looks like the screeching weasel weasel a little bit um so we kind of get this background story where they they, they used to date, obviously, and there was like a robbery that went wrong and they left her behind. Which I thought that was, I've never, you know, obviously read Turtles until issue 100, so I don't know anything about Jenica. So I thought that was like her backstory. So this is new for you. I think so. Okay. I mean. <laughs> I, I, I'm so, it's been so long since I've, I've just only ever known Jenica as just this foot soldier. Gotcha. Yeah. I don't think we knew anything about her before. Oh yeah. See, I thought that her character was more established. No, so this, this is, th- we're getting it here. Neat. So um, she confronts him and like, you know, you left me. There's, there's this whole back and forth. And he's like, no, look, I, I, I'm actually glad I ran into you. I need your help. Um, and also that I, I looked for you. Yeah. I, he, I, couldn't, he, I didn't even hear your last name because they were just squatters and punk rockers or whatever. So, like, right. yeah. But like he, he's saying that supposedly he kept yeah, looking for her. after like he full of shit vibe, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's... Because he abandoned her and let her get, he let her take the fall for yeah. his robbery that he, she didn't even want to do. Yeah. But then uh, he's like, look, uh, there's talk of a cure, and we're going to try to steal it. That's so, uh... to be continued. Yeah. There's also a whole other little back story that... It was or, just about her like befriending a, a rat story. in prison. Yeah, it's it, cute. It reminded her of yeah, it's a nice, Splinter. It's like a nice splinter and then, and then, as a turtle, she runs into a Splinter at the soup kitchen. She's like, "You remind me of somebody." And it's like, "Oh, yeah. that's nice." So, yeah, that was a good way to tighten that up. Yeah. Nice. So yeah, that, it, I I really like this. The, the color is really great. There's like a lot of like pink and pastels and you know because oh, she's yeah. a girl. Because she's the girl. girl. No, it's just like it's well, a cool color scheme. She's a narc. <laughs> Because yeah, she's a narc. It's a cool color colors. scheme. And I like how they do the color scheme of like present day and flashbacks. Yeah. It's kind of cool. It is really cool. But uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Woo, that's top picks. So X-Men, we get, it really just centers around... We, we'll do X-Men first, Yeah, right? let's do X-Men first. It really centers around one thing, right? The whole the issue. Crucible. It's all, all the crucible. This, this crucible event. Yo, X-Men are getting so creepy and I love it! So it's we don't so even good. we don't even really have to go like page by we can kind of just talk about it as a whole we can yeah. cherry pick. So, so essentially we find out there's this new event that they've voted on called the Crucible. Yeah. Which is now any mutant that lost their power in the was that um M Day. M Day, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And no how, more mutants. Uh yeah. the normal mutants thing. Which thousands. They've created thousands lost. It was a million, of, wasn't it? Something like that. Yeah. It was a very They'd large say amount. it in here, I don't know. Um and then they basically devise this way instead of them just like killing themselves and getting a new body and getting their powers back they basically are there's this crucible day now where they have to go into the arena and fight apocalypse until he basically deems them worthy to be killed and be revived so they get their powers back and i I think most importantly they realized that there was going to be an epidemic of suicides 
because of that because yes. if they if people started killing themselves to get their powers back because you're because you're resurrected it would overwhelm the it five. would overwhelm the five and they wouldn't they'd be backed up they wouldn't yeah. have time to, so to, to is, revive people to so this is the answer to it but it's also as rj pointed out culture like they're establishing um their own culture that is that is very esoteric and and like warrior vibe like it's got it, this whole like and we get all of this from a conversation between Scott and Kurt, who is the crawler. perfect person to talk about. Yeah, it. because it, um, they they first talk where he there's this crazy like spire mm-hmm. that no one can get into that Kurt bamfed into, and he was like, it was just this perfect like church for him. Could, yeah, yeah like, it was. Was like, it created for like Krakoa clearly he, created it for him? Yeah, like uh, that's what I was thinking. Like, because yeah. they all as have far like, as a spot. Know. As far, yeah, that's well, they, the vibe. They've said they've said that everyone has a perfect home, and this is his. And yeah, like like right. Emma has like a has a, a diamond palace, and like you know everyone has this this home that just perfectly Diggy fits bar. who they are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but basically, like through this conversation, Kurt realizes, you know, I think it's about time I start a mutant religion. Yeah, that is the very end of it. But but the whole the whole thing is a crisis of faith almost to begin with. Yeah. Well, because they're, they're concerned because it's like, yeah, we understand what it's for, but then it's like also, how do I stand around and just watch a mute die? Yeah. Yes. It, it, so everyone. That, that every, the, the, yeah. The the conflict, the duality. Everyone is very concerned about the precedent that it's setting but doesn't have any kind of alternative. They're like, I mean, I don't, so I don't like either. this. Yeah, exactly. It's a volunteer thing. You don't have to kill you. I mean, you're, if, if you were a mutant and no longer have powers, you're still welcome on Krakoa. Um, but you, if you want to become a mutant again, if you want to have your powers again, you have to d- do the crucible. You got to fight blue dad, blue dad. And then he basically, you have to fight him well enough that he, well, you have to you have to keep you, getting up. You have to, you can't die on your knees. You yeah, have yeah. to keep uh, fighting. It's almost a test you have to have a warrior's death. Yeah, it's, exactly. it's very Viking. I think that's the idea. Yeah, yeah. You, you, have, you can't death. you can't have a straw death. You have to have a a warrior's death. I love this um this dynamic that Hickman has created, where it's this mutant culture that exists that is brand new and on the for the the pinnacles of. Th- this like the epitome of the culture is apocalypse the person who for his entire life thousands of years has been someone who's been fighting for mutant uh you know mutants above humans and you have him as the person who is snap ready completely 100 percent uh like you know embracing the this new culture he is and enthusiastically you, embracing it. Well, yeah, he gets yeah. to essentially transform humans into mutants but through this process yeah yeah and yeah. then you and then on the other end you have kurt who even f- faced with the most villainous people imaginable um through his whole life he's remained religious yeah so even it's, he went to hell at one point yeah exactly and heaven yeah, <laughs> he's seen it all. He's yeah. been in the in the literal lake of fire, and he's yeah, he still... knows that the afterlife exists. He knows heaven and hell exist, and he's st- and but but the the beauty of this is that like with the res- resurrection, with with the you know the new status quo, how does Christianity fit into that? Yeah, he was saying something like how wh- why you don't have to live your life for heaven anymore when we can when we have life everlasting and, right here and heaven on earth. We've created a literal utopia. We've and created I, a paradise. I think that's why he's going to create his own religion. Exactly. Because he needs to kind of, uh, like, uh, I guess, like, um, just 
Well, they're bring some stuff over. Well, he there. needs he needs to fill that void. Yeah, that 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 Christianity fulfills for him. Well, but it no longer fills. It can't fill the void in a completely. It it, it's a completely alien world, so the the rules don't apply. So he needs to make new rules that fills that void. Well, they're, yeah, they're, I think reading this has helped. But like they're talking about like what they're arguing about, like what's the best version? Like some of them just want to be the best version of themselves, and and Cyclops is like, well, some of them might be just them in a copy of Magneto's body with powers. And then Kurt's like, I've already seen that written in someone's will, but yeah. what's to stop them from combining a third and a fourth to having all of these different, they're perfect reborn. Which is the chimera that we saw in house of X. And yeah. Powers so of that's X. clearly something that's cap. This is the beginning of it. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was sinister before and it was manufactured, but, yeah. but we're now we're seeing because of the resurrection thing, that's, that's, that's a possibility that possible you could choose thing. to do that. I just thought of something. What happens if Egg dies? They're fucked. Yeah. That's well, the, if that, any of the five die, that's why they like they're revered. They're like I think they're the most important. They're the, they're protected. They're not allowed. But to I mean, leave they're going to grow old and die eventually. Well, it's, it's probably something that um we're going to find out in next well, One of them Their doesn't have um. Mm. But one doesn't one of them have like time manipulation power, so they could f- essentially stay forever young. Isn't that the whole idea? They accelerate the gestation process? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, that is. Oh, yeah, 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 well, yeah. Tempest so, has time manipulation and Proteus has reality manipulation. So they could literally just live So forever. those two could just keep them They young. could keep the five of them. Well, no, and okay. and well, Elixir. Yeah, Elixir's a super healer. Yeah, so they, they, they have the combination to pretty much... But, but I think if one of them attacked any of them, I, it doesn't work anymore. Yeah, if X-Force think. attacks... If, if, if like the, the events in X-Force that killed Xavier happened to any of the five, Krakow would be over. It's like sound, the whole experiment would be done. I mean, we don't know that necessarily. I, I think that's something that's definitely... No, they said, get... they said that. When they established the five, they're like, these five are like the most important, and they, they, we need to protect them at all costs. Well, like I think the... that's something we're definitely going to get an answer to. In, oh, in for sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Rogue could just open-mouth kiss all five of them, and then we just have Ooh. Rogue. <laughs> that is, that yeah, is but true. Also, like, Hope. Like, Hope is, yeah. it wouldn't is be a conduit. The, she probably wouldn't be the only one open-mouth kissing four to five people on Krakoa. <laughs> I mean, they're there's a little bit that. of that in this issue also. Yeah. Oh, that, man. Yeah, that's like the yeah, lead can in we everything. Talk about yeah, we could circle Wolverine, back to that. Wolverine and Scott talking about a very thinly veiled, uh, a very gay conversation. There's this odd it's moment. It's so though. good. I love How it. How do they put it? Um, they're talking about going to the beach, right? They're talking about going to, in, in New Mutants, when he, when they put the... Yeah, uh, the portal on that um, chandelier. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it basically sounds like a, yeah, and they're talking about like. Uh, basically, like Scott G- invites Jeannie him on vacation, bikini, and then uh, then he's like Scott in a speedo. It's like, hey, well, who could say no to that? Why does Scott talk about himself in the third person there? Yeah, because it's a joke. Because he's he said Jean- he said genie in a bikini. Oh, and Scott's Scott just like Scott in a speedo. Yeah. yeah, like it's kind of like wordplay, but also kind of like like a little joke. So they're. They're fucking on the moon. Man. Yeah, one hundred percent. They're fucking on the moon. Yeah, just, uh, just everyone's just, everyone's just fucking. That was the name of my right. band. <laughs> yeah, they've definitely kissed. They, uh, no, I mean like on panel, like maybe make they it official. Don't, maybe they don't kiss. Maybe it's just all all business. <laughs> oh. He's like, they don't look straight. at me. Yeah, they're not they're not ready. They don't no, really, wet in the whistle. They don't love each other, but they're definitely fucking. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I see. You know, yeah. So just don't kiss me. I just 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 just. <laughs> Put it in the book already. Make it official. I just, I, I'm sick of this beating around the bush. But, but there is a, the, the, they kind of do that in the scene where, where Logan's just like, can we just be men and enjoy your coffee and yeah, just enjoy yeah. the view for just like a, a fucking moment? Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of great. But I also, I really like um, the way that they established the Crucible, like uh, in like storytelling wise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, because at first it's just kind of like, 
it's kind of weird how you go into the thing and they're like i don't know it's weird i don't know if i want to see a mutant die and that's how they kind of like like what yeah and then uh <laughs> and then exodus then... does his weird oh. little campfire with all the kids it's so... no one should be li- letting their kids around exodus it's like so this. witchy <laughs> it's just so oh it's also like creepy culty oh i love it so much it's it's it's, uh, th- it's so cool it's oh my god i love it yeah, yeah we but... were talking about stuff and i was like casey i can't talk about x-men again x-men cult can't talk about too it. bad Shut i up. read this issue and i think i immediately texted i was like we have to talk about x-men like yeah this book I, was too I, good. I got really excited when you yeah. were on board and exodus like, exodus is awesome. talking about like m day yeah. like like it's like the great flood you know yeah, what i mean like yeah. it's everything is very like like re- it's all <laughs> it's all very biblical like, and, and these, these kids yeah. are are of that age where this is legend to them this yep. isn't something they lived through mm-hmm. yeah they're very young so they this is Krakoa is mostly what they know. Like yeah. you know, that's more familiar to them than anything else at this point. Yeah, yeah. And then they still have that creepy. And then they were asleep when Exodus. The end. They were asleep when Exodus went through the Onslaught Saga. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, you can just you can just sleep through that one. It's fine. Um. They still yeah, and they, again at the end they have that kind of the, they did before the unveiling ceremony still, which I always think is still creepy. Mm-hmm. She's still in like all the egg goo and just and showing off like, her powers. Super naked, and yeah. all of her like brothers and sisters. Her <laughs> whole there family's there. Yeah. While she's naked in the goop. Yeah, it's it's Melody Guthrie. I don't think we established that. It's um it's Cannonball's um sister um who was Arrow A E R O Arrow. Looks um, like she can fly. Yeah, I don't know. What, I actually don't know what her. Yeah, so she has is. some sort of wind power. I'm probably if it's spelled because her name's Arrow. Arrow. That would make sense. <laughs> um, so she's just Stormlight. It's very midsummer too, because she has like a crown of flowers. I mean, the whole thing yeah. is because I, yeah. all everything is based around this like bio, like flower. Everything is everything is flower yeah. themed. Yeah. Um. But yeah, then she has to, as we said, fight apocalypse to the death, and he murders her. And, and as her whole family watches mm-hmm. him kill, her. as so everyone like, watches. And there's a couple of times Scott... where Cannonball almost like gets involved. Yeah. 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 And and they're like, like they... no, she chose this. You can't step yeah, in. Kinda, Don't take this from it's her. A, so it's kind of interesting. That's crazy. Like they know they're coming back, but like you're also watching your sister get. It's murdered. always going to be hard to watch anyone yeah, die, anyone wild. die, but especially but your there, family. There is this kind of like gladiatorial element yeah. about yeah. it, one hundred percent. Like it's almost how people used to gather around and pack picnics for hangings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, and they, I think they even say that in what was it X Force where they're talking about like ways to blow off steam and ways to like that because so like a forge makes the greatest tiki bar ever <laughs> made i love Forge. yeah it's great <laughs> um but yeah so like they are trying they're trying to figure out what their culture is and part of it is definitely like this is going to become a form of entertainment it's death and rebirth because as you said there's yeah, thousands sure. if not millions of people that don't have powers and they're just going to all fight apocalypse to the death and they're going to all lose because it's apocalypse yeah, <laughs> yeah. what if someone wins like oh fuck <laughs> they gotta resurrect apocalypse <laughs> but wait but wait is, is it one of their main like commandments not to kill any humans but and I'm isn't guessing... that exactly what he's doing but, but they're choosing it's they're, technically they're, suicide they're cho- yeah but uh, are they mutants i believe that she's a mutant except apocalypse <laughs> treats her like a human uh on a like a on like a personal relationship basis uh because yeah he refuses to call her by her mutant name yeah yeah Yeah. because she isn't but i don't think um right now but yeah they they are that perspective she's uh technically have the x gene and are allowed on kuko and are mutants but for for all intents and purposes have no power so therefore are human in apocalypse's eyes you are not worthy to be called mutant and blue dad is it's a bit of a racist against the homo sapiens I think that's been the whole problem since he was uh, created as a character. Yeah. 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 Well, 
least he's killing them all now. Been so. through a lot of shit. <laughs> well, he's, he's. I think that yeah, this is why he's doing it because it's just his excuse so to cathartic. kill humans because they can't kill humans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. Yeah, the laws kill. Not you can't kill humans, not mutants. You can he's kill got, any mutant you want. He's to. got that murder boner for for humans, <laughs> and he gets boner. to. It, this is this so is his good. his uh, uh, catharsis yeah. on that. Exactly. Yeah. Oh man, but yeah, the 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 back and forth, the like um. The dialogue between Scott and 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 it's worth picking Kurt, up just uh, for that. Or, yeah, it's it's such good like philosophy. It's like philosophy one hundred and one. It's just so like yeah, yeah. It's really good. <sighs> yeah. Yep. So that's X Men. Yes, it is. Finger guns number one. I knew it. I knew it. Who's gonna be so, the first to do that? Every time. So <laughs> I used to do finger guns, right? Because they're they're so dope. But the one time I was doing finger guns to somebody, and I don't know what happened in my brain, but I went to my buddy, it was just like, do this, and I just went, <laughs> and made a kissy sound. Kiss guns! <laughs> and I made kiss guns. You hippie! And now every time I think about it, I'm just like, I do it. <laughs> now, that's my finger gun now, I, forever. I used to have a friend who could fart on command. That's fantastic. And he would- What he a would, superpower. He would do finger guns, but then- Fart like oh, wow. Awesome. Yeah. So we got fart guns and we got kissy guns, which that's great. Yeah, he's the whole time I'm, so funny. The whole time I'm reading this book, that's all I was thinking about. <laughs> Stop. Yeah. Feel free to use it. It's fantastic. I don't like it. I do it all. Well, me doing it right into the microphone yeah, is very it's like, ASMR. It's like directly in my ears. And it was yeah. even like it's triggering my misophonia in a way. <laughs> and it was me like trying to like be tough too. And that was oh, made yeah, it ten times better. funnier. <laughs> it was like a just like a hey, I got you. But like no, it was a <laughs> oh my god uh, so the comic book um so you start out uh, number one can i just say how much i love this art like, love it, it is really it's cool great. i'm gonna follow val Hal- halverson from now on because it's very it's like it's like another becky clunan for me um very it, similar it, yeah. it, it scratches that itch perfectly yeah. like uh, i love it it's so good um so yeah so we have this kid he's kind of just goofing around in school just like doing finger guns at the clock and at the teacher and he's just like stop goofing around and uh, he runs into this chick, and she's just kind of like, "Hey, you know, like you're on a planet with other people, like pay attention, you know." Yeah, dick. Um, yeah. <laughs> and he goes home, and his dad's not. I guess his dad is just never home. He just find out he has an absentee dad. He's just yeah. always working, so he just kind of is doing his. So he goes. Hey, to- he leaves pizza money. Ah, again. That's like, that's being a dad. Again, that's, that's enough Adam. of a dad. And then it's an absentee dad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's trying. He's making it work. And then he, uh, so then he goes to. The kid has a house to live in. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, he goes, so he just goes. He just goes to the ball, I guess. Yep. Or and then he just does like a double two finger finger gun and like. Yeah, add a dad who's just being a piece of crap to his son, and it just well, makes the kid him wanted like, the Green Ranger, and he bought him a. He's like, it's, oh, they're all yeah. the same. Why? It's like, uh, they're, dad, they're not the same. The dad's a loser, <laughs> but then the dad just like lo- loses his mind after he does this. So he keeps doing it to people, and then like everyone he does it to just like freaks the fuck out. Yeah, he does it to like the like the janitors taking out the trash, and then he just like the he janitor just, like, just throwing it. He just yeah. he just throws all the trash all over the place. So naturally, as anyone would do if they figured out they had finger gun powers, he just starts doing it to everybody. Yeah, and they're all <laughs> just many... like he's making he's making couples fight with each other. <laughs> yeah, I mean a dog bite his owner. Yeah, <laughs> then he figures out like it only works with the one of the hands, and it's got to be like it's so his he's left like, hand. He's like figuring out the mechanics of it. Yeah, he he like threw the other one in the garbage. Though. Yeah, like it's so like, like don't need this. And I kept just... expecting the like the villain of the story to be the guy who like picks it up out of the trash <laughs> like picks this like dumb his uh, invisible I, finger I gun I didn't pick up on that yeah, that he yeah. like uh, like pretended yeah. to throw it in the trash yeah ah oh, that's great <laughs> 
Yeah, there's so many good this little. This is like, a really fun. The um the visual like um pacing is really good. It's another one where they 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 like nail the visual timing. I of... loved this page in the record store mm-hmm. at Music or Lose It. <laughs> but then the guy in the beginning of the lie is like, "What's the best Bowie album I can buy?" And the guy's like kind of answering him is like, oh, "You know, if you're picking up one." Then the guy fingers him is like, "This place is a ripoff. You're nothing but a phony." <laughs> well, like, phrasing. He just oh. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah. Then he goes out into the parking lot, and, and he bought a Talking Heads record. I also yeah, want to point out that he, the the guy's asking about Bowie and Black Star is on the um the shelf behind him, which I thought was cool. And like, he said the best one was Hunky Dory, which, which is... also we'll get to. The yeah. artist came up with a playlist on Spotify that we listened to. We'll talk about that at the it's end. Pretty great. But, but yeah, you can tell this guy is like an like a music freak because yeah, of, like, there's the, a lot all of these, music references. All those all those things in the back are actual records, and he's always wearing headphones too. Yep, that too. Yeah, now I'm yeah. trying to. I'm looking at the record co- the album covers. There's a Dark Side of the Moon on there. I recognize. That's either Iggy Pop or Richard Hell. Yeah, that's cool. There's a, a Nimrod by Green Day. There's the Descendants, which were both on think, the. Those are both on. The I bet it's a playlist. lot of the things that are on that playlist from yep. issue one. Probably. <laughs> um, Anywho. So he goes in the parking lot. He does it to one more guy um, who's actually freaking out, and then he does it, and it calms him down, which is interesting. Um, Oh no, he freaks him out and then he just stops um because the girl he ran into earlier, her finger gun does the opposite. Yeah. Well, her finger gun, we find out. They find out. She's only using one finger. She's only got one finger. So they they so gun. he's like, "Whoa, you can do this too?" And she's like, "Huh, two fingers. I never thought about that." Because she just saw him try it on the yeah, dude. Yeah. So so they he's like, "Okay, well, you do it to me and we'll see, you know, like like we'll see if it works." And they like they they practice back and forth. So it turns out two fingers Makes you mad. One finger makes you calm. Yeah, and then the kid's like, I, I don't like it. Yeah, don't, I, also, I don't like it. Don't. I also like there's this the, the guy that um that he zapped and then she zapped and calmed down like offers him weed. Oh yeah, no, he's yeah. like he's like I'm 13, dude. He's like I I don't know, man. Like <laughs> yeah, he yeah. Oh, he was going on after he got hit with the powers. Yeah. He's just like dude, he's I just don't... super chill. He's yeah, just yeah. like well, I don't know. And they go to this park. Uh, like it has like a pirate ship. Yeah. And they're so just playing around and having fun. Yeah, so these kids and these kids are clearly like starting to like, kind of like they like, like each, each other. They like other. Also, I they're like gonna her earrings. do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah her earrings are cool. They're like little purple aliens. Yeah. And then, but they get like she. He like walks them home and then like finally like learns her name. Yeah. <laughs> like at the end of this, and day, then learns that she was the one that he, he ran, ran into. <laughs> He's like, that was her. Damn it! Like you idiot. I'm such an idiot. It's like oh, it's such a teenager. That's so good. Because well, she like starts running away and she's like, uh, stop girl <laughs> it's like my this is i have a name you know you yeah. idiot uh, uh so then we go back and the girl goes home and her parents are arguing about potentially losing the house and um their are like just like yo and not, the dad's a real piece of yeah shit. not in front of the kid the uh the other the other the the other kid like is walking home and there's a dog that's by itself and just like kind of grabs the dog and it's just like oh it's yeah. the same he saw the dog earlier in yeah. the thing it's like a stray dog he's it's like oh hang out yeah but he, it's it's interesting because pizza money again. when she start, when she first started talking to the the kid about how the powers work, she's mm-hmm. like, 
You know, it doesn't usually last very long. Yeah, she's like, it doesn't matter. Like, it's like, he's just, they she's go like, back to what they were eventually. Yeah, yeah. she's and like, when I first got the power, I, I did it all the time too. But then you realize that it doesn't matter because it makes no difference. And now we realize why she said that because yes. her dad's angry all the time. Well, her dad yeah. is abusive yeah. physically. And so, it doesn't, it obviously doesn't. And she's yeah. coming back down to do it again. And you see, you can see her. She's got the finger gun behind her back, mm-hmm. you know, so she's going to use it on him. But clearly, from what I can tell, from what I'm going to guess, is going to. Uh, Something happened. Well, or that. He never calms down on his own, so his anger just uh, only escalates. So, it's, yeah. so maybe like, or maybe she does two fingers on someone else. No, I, I, I think, happens. I think what happened here is that she, she, like, every time her parents fight, she uses the the calm finger on yeah. him, and then they, because they never actually resolve the issues, it's escalated to physical violence. Is the kind of the vibe that I got. So she's blaming maybe. herself yeah. for yeah. the physical violence. But I think it may have crossed a line this time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, because. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely she. Yeah, she's the mom's like not in front of you know whatever her name. And is. he's just treating her like yeah. So so even even you know this book was really fun, but then we're like, oh, there's a little bit of a you know there's a bit of a sting to it. Yeah, and, and you know the consequences of you know these yeah, then, these cool then, little magic powers. Did they have. put the playlist out today? Um, uh, or, I'm not sure. I saw yesterday. I saw that Vault tweeted it, so I'm not okay. sure when when it came out. But yeah, there's a playlist for it. Um, it's Adam and the Ants, Echo and the Bunnymen, The Cure, The Pixies, Nine Inch Nails, My Chemical Romance, The Descendants, Talking Heads, Green Day, and The Rock and Tours. Nice. Yeah. Was it cool? You didn't the listen to it? I told you to listen. I, to I it. haven't gotten to it. It was yet. good. I listened to it all the way to work, and we actually got in like yeah. A, a put I, on. So so when I saw this, I was I just got like, caught up with a bunch of stuff at work today. Yeah. And just, yeah. Uh, didn't so happen. so I saw this playlist, and I'm like, yo, like this is very me like just uh, i saw adam and the ants and echo and the bunny man i'm like sold i don't care what else is on <laughs> and it turns out like i was like i was looking through the place i'm like yo all of these are like really phenomenal except for my chemical romance i, I mean i was really into them when i was like 14 and i just like yeah. like whatever I'm not, i've never i'm also kind of lukewarm on the record here's the thing too. i actually i i didn't know them really but then i listened to the song I'm like oh i know the song so i don't really know the band but jack i know white. that song it's jack white yeah like, oh that makes sense um yeah. So, but yeah so then i listened to the playlist and my chemical romance was the catchiest song on it and i was like i was like shit do i i haven't listened to this record in 15 years and so then i put the record on and i i love it oh god no casey (laughs) i was 14 when it came out and i i was so i like it was such a short-lived emo phase that i immediately stopped caring and like didn't listen to black parade which came out like a year later or whatever so like it's okay. I, <laughs> Just come to the emo side. I think I love it. I'm gonna. Oh, no. I, I'm gonna say I love it. I mean, I mean and also here's the thing. It's great. It's not. It's definitely partially nostalgia for sure, but it's definitely like the the instrumentals are actually very talented. Like they're like it's it's good. It's not because of the nostalgia. It's like actually music. <laughs> like it's. It, I mean, obviously the lyrics are are very uh over dramatic. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna say okay. over dramatic. But uh. But, but that. And everything like, us talking about it on social media led us to have us a nice interaction with the uh, yeah it was cool with the author which was really fun yeah and I and I think the um, the playlist it's all very new wavy and po- like pop punk kind of vibe and it and you get a very good you get a very good window into who the creators are yeah and it gives so. a very good I think it matches the vibe of the comic perfectly yeah, think, they nailed it I think he was even saying like I think um, the playlist was from the artist from the artist Wes. yeah yeah. 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 which is cool yeah but yeah this is a fun book i'm looking forward to the next press this i think it'll be really cool i'd lo- i and then i could just you know i could do this every time we talk about it mm-hmm. oh god stop <laughs> <laughs> uh, it like hits my brain 
<laughs> it soothes your brain with kisses. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't, I don't, I don't like it one bit. <laughs> All right, so that's that's last week's comics, guys. We got through it somehow. We sure did. <laughs> we did it. Barely. <laughs> we just made it. Oh. Uh, so what do we got? Another Mark Russell book? Strange Adventures. Oh, my goodness. Strange Adventures. I'm so excited. That's Tom King, right? That's I'm, Tom. I'm not going to read it. How dare you? It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a top story. It's going to be both top stories. All of our we'll top stories. We'll just talk about it twice. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're going to have both covers, Doc Shainer and Mitch Gerard's covers, and that's the top story. <laughs> no, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, Tom King and Mitch Gerard, which did, they, they both did Mr. Miracle, and then Doc Shainer is doing part of it, too, and that just sounds pretty great. New, uh, no more kissy sounds, yes. guys. Enough. <laughs> New Mark Russell book, Billionaire Island. Sure, yeah, sure. We, we love him. He's a mm-hmm. he's a favorite here on the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of new number one. Oh, Strange Academy. I feel like that might be top story too. Oh yeah, that looks good. Mm-hmm. Crow Leth, number one by Tim Seeley. Mm-hmm. Daredevil. Yeah. Doctor Doom. Marvel number one. We'll see how that goes. Excalibur. Yeah. Oh, Ghostbusters year one, number two. Nice. Oh, there's an Outer Darkness 2 crossover, which has got to be the weirdest. Like, it makes sense because it's the same writer, but, like, got to be the weirdest crossover in the history of crossovers, right? A lot of number ones. Join the Future and King of Nowhere. Yeah. Uh, Which is, which is, that's the writer of, uh, of, um, Ice Cream Cream Man. Man. Oh, definitely going to check that Mm -hmm. out, then, for sure. Yeah, I can't wait. Oh, yeah, I remember, like, it's the, it's the artist of, um, Grass Kings, too. Oh, okay. So it's, like, supposed to be, like, a weird, like, freaky fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. Mercy number one. I think that's a new image book, too. So I'll definitely check that out. Mm-hmm. Money Shot. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, good. <laughs> Spider-Man Noir. Oh, yeah. Strike Force. What's... All right. There's some... There's some good stuff. There's a good amount of books here. A lot of number ones next week. Mm-hmm. Well, it's hopefully... Daphne Byrne, oh, Marauder- which I've been following. How is Marauders coming out again? I don't know, man. This is ludicrous, <laughs> dude. I, I it's don't understand It's all just double shipping it. constantly. It's wild, man. They're all, they're all bi-monthly. Dark and Agnes, uh, Becky yeah, Cloonan's book. Like, the first one was good. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Yeah, that that might be a pick for me. We'll see. Yeah, that was that was a fun. I think that came out um, post pneumonia. No, pre. It was pre pneumonia. <laughs> yeah. Can't remember. I hate was, comics. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, a new record by post pneumonia. <laughs> <laughs> that was dumb. I'll show myself out. Yeah. Uh, good I night, think we'll everybody. Show all ourselves out. Yes. But uh, it was a fun week. Uh, I think we had a lot of fun interacting with everybody. So yeah, I think this has if, been. Please keep it up. It's 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 cool. Yeah, come on social media and hang out with us yeah. at last week's comics. Yeah, Definitely. we're on all the things. We're not on TikTok. I don't know how to do TikTok. I'm too old. Oh, we're too old for that. <laughs> we're I on bar- all the other things. I barely know how to use Twitter, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning. I'm figuring it out. <laughs> We're yeah. not on Snapchat because we're not middle school age girls. I also, so. I also just want to establish yeah. that uh, if you are communicating with the, with any of the social media, it's usually me. Yeah, because I because I, I, I refer to me. myself in the first person. Yeah, Casey is our social Casey's media. Casey's the Tales from the Short Box account. We usually all. I don't ever want to like post a, an opinion as a we because I don't know what you guys like. I don't want to be like, oh, that was my favorite. This book. is your opinion. Yeah, now. I don't want to. I don't want to like just yeah. So like, it's, you could say we really liked the book. Yeah, sometimes, but sometimes it's I, it was Ice Cream Man, and I really liked it four <laughs> days I'm ago. Say it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I did like. Yeah, it nobody today. knew it until yeah, today. If, if you're talking directly to our social media account, you're talking to Casey. Yeah. We'll chime in. We jump in. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. as, as ourselves. And I, and I do speak for us, uh, you know, from time to time when I know that it's like, yeah, like I think X-Men was like, this was our favorite panels from, you know, but anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But please keep it up. It's been fun. Yeah, it's been, it's been a blast. <laughs> yeah. I like it. So that's it for last week's comics. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Like we said at last week's comics, if you like, if you like what you hear, you want more 
support us, go to duelinggenre.com slash support and give money to our Patreon. You'll help keep us alive. You'll help keep a number of other great podcasts alive. Uh, please, please support your local comic book shop. Go out there, buy some comics, and we'll see you next week. For myself, Casey, Sean, and RJ, this is Tales from the Short Box. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>